We are the Bros Who Think Network, and you're tuned in to Bros Who Binge. Enjoy. What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast, the 40th episode of the show. And as always, this is Adam Schubert, joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, you didn't see Pokemon, man. What's wrong with you? Bro, I had a lot to uh, <laughs> do today, but nonetheless, I did catch up on Doom Patrol, 100% caught up. I'm excited. And I, did, I heard good things about Pokemon. I heard it's like the best uh, video game movie of all time. So shout out to, shout out to uh, the, the folks. I'm, I'm going to watch it before anime talk. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit more later. But it's definitely not like the same video game story you would think of i don't know i didn't play the detective pikachu video game i'm sure it kind of probably is on par with that one but it definitely brought the world together but i'll talk about it later yeah we got um, a lot a lot the, of news the one thing that yeah we do have a lot of news and the one thing i want to i noticed that while i was walking through the movie theater today and watching previews is dave bautista is trying so hard to be the rock <laughs> you think he's trying to get well, he's in the new Fast. Like, I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel replaced The Rock if The Rock can't, if The Rock's not going back in the Fast stuff because he has Hobbs and Shaw. Batista or, or Cena, one of them's in the, in Fast. I'm pretty sure it's Batista. Probably so, man. But I mean, like, looking at the two movies he's got coming out, he's got, you know, the classic muscular agent guy gets befriends a young girl and gets humanized. Classic uh-huh. Vin Diesel Rock movie and then he's doing stuber which is on that disney release list that we're going to talk about later and he's doing a a, a movie with Zack snyder which is pretty much a buddy cop with a comedian Mm, real yeah dave i mean look can you blame him it's it's like he's just trying to broaden his career trying to be more than drax i'm not blaming him i'm just saying like he is like he is going on that path and he's trying to get it it's this is the year of Dave Bautista, man. He's gonna have three movies come out this year, and we'll just see how. Well, that'll tell us if he's a if he's a, a box office darling or if he's gonna be out of here soon. For sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. But but I'm ready to shoot people. Not not much. Not much really pretexted to, to talk about pre this episode. Not because not a lot of crazy no because things most of the, most of the stuff that happened this week we're gonna be talking about here in the news. Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's get into it. All right. So let's start off with the big trailer of the week, the one that had its own spoiler warning on it, the Spider-Man trailer. I was right. Like, we talked about this on Twitter, and I don't know how you feel you were right. I, I don't understand, like, why you think you're right. Because, like, I still think it's, I still think it's dumb that he's, like, got this, like... Especially with the whole scene with the cops where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing y'all's job. And, he's, and then he's like, oh, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm out of this town. I'm going to go on a vacation because like I'm Spider-Man and like every the, the gravity of the situation doesn't matter. I'm not going to answer Nick Fury's call because like eh, I'm Spider-Man. I want to go on vacation. He's no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I'm Spider-Man. I want to go on vacation. It's. I'm going on vacation because I'm hurting. Did you not see him? Oh, my God. 
oh my what? god like then he what? needs to stop being so nonchalant about it and be like oh i'm going on vacation <laughs> he's hurting he's oh a child gosh. he what do you expect from him like you're the people and i wish i could call cameron right now and to be on this spot because it's you and him both of y'all when he was on this pod we were like oh yeah tony stark he's the new uncle ben well if he's the new uncle ben we gotta see him go through it and that's why he's taking a break he's not trying to deal with nick fury Go call Thor. Go call Captain Marvel. We're not trying. I'm not trying to do this right now. My boy, I lost my guy Tony, and I'm hurting. Let me grieve. Let me just be a kid for a little bit, and y'all keep pulling him back. I also love in this trailer how they describe why they're doing the multiverse and like how it's how they're doing the multiverse. They're like, oh yeah, we're doing the multiverse now because of the snap. It's like, see, oh okay, well thanks for explaining that to us. See that? Uh, to me, that's that's. Why didn't they just, they should have just, oh, they shouldn't have just, they should have just let the stones just be wherever and let multi-multiverses spawn off the stones. It's whatever. I mean, the multiverses are multiverses. They're cashing in on how, why Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was amazing. Do you and th- should. See, but, you I know, feel I'm like still... that's what everybody's betting is going to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know. As, I see this as a, as a way for Marvel to kind of shoe in maybe Fantastic Four or Avengers because they have one they could use it with. Well, and also X-Men far down the line. Yeah, not Avengers. X-Men or, or Fantastic Four. That's what I meant. You could shoehorn one of them with that in there. So who knows? Yeah. So it's definitely a good move by them. And then all there's always been those – well, not always. But there's been those discussions from the end of Endgame spoilers <coughs> that Ben Mendelsohn – is seen in the high school. I don't know if that's for sure. I've tried. I tried. Like, Wait, noticing what? It. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like someone says that they see Ben Mendelsohn in the high school at the end of Endgame, so that they're like alluding to maybe that they will do a Secret Wars down the line. Oh, that'd be tight. I mean, I, and I was reading up on Secret Wars. I mean, that'd be that'd be tight. You you still have hope that the third Spider-Man movie will be Spider-Man Secret Wars. I it, it, I don't. It's gonna be him back in New York, bro. It's gonna be it's gonna be him fully being a man. But who knows? We shall see. Well, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling like the way that they're gonna do this because we are starting into whatever this is the new phase, the, the now the new saga pretty much because that was like the the Thanos movie said, and now we're getting into the next one. So Spider Man pretty much is starting off like Iron Man, but I think they're gonna take more of the Captain America approach to him where. Uh, I guess we'll count Homecoming as his origin, and this is kind of like his Winter Soldier, and then the next movie is going to be a huge team-up movie that just happens to be Spider-Man. Man, my thing is, after reading up on Secret Wars, like I, I just don't know if the Beyonders coming down, pulling everybody, and like being like contest of champions, and then like because it's a it's a whole big thing, like. If it started on Spider-Man, I mean, who knows, man? Who, who, who the hell knows? But what I'm excited about from this trailer is I really like Jake Gyllenhaal. I like the fact that yeah. he's from. I like he's from a different Earth. Uh, I like that they're going with the hero approach. But I've been seeing theories in Spider Verse that they're saying that one of these guys is going to be Chameleon, and that one of them's lying, like Mysterio. They think is, is he's a known con man, so he could be from the other multiverse. But he's not a villain. Like, who's the Mysterio is a hero? And, and Nick Fury, bro, after after figuring, saying you don't believe anybody ever since you lost your eye, I hope that you really don't believe 
freaking Jake Gyllenhaal ass just from a cat. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if you're not believing people just because a cat scratcher, I hope you don't just buy this this Joker, this clown coming in this movie. But nonetheless, I'm excited for Spider-Man. This, this looks dope. I just don't know how many questions they're going to answer, you know? Uh, well, I don't think that the... I think the point is that they don't need to answer questions. Is more or less they need to just set the new scene. Oh, set the new scene. Okay, okay, I feel you on that. Yeah, I guess they're going to set the new playing the new playing field. And they Pretty also, much. They, I like I like seeing the scene where they're like, call Thor. Thor's off planet. Call Captain Marvel. We don't know where she is. So it's like they're they're putting their heavy hitters off in different, aka they're nerfing their universe to bring it more in in house for a little bit before they expand back out. But that's necessary. So uh, kudos for them, and I can't wait for Spider Man. I know you have your, your your issues with him being in Europe, but I'm excited to see it. Well, it's not. It's it's just like I just want a Spider-Man movie that's going to be isolated because every every movie that they've well, the one movie they've done with him so far, they did a scene. The main climactic scene for him really is outside of New York with the Washington Monument. I mean, maybe it's oh, not yeah. the biggest climactic scene, but I mean, it's like the one that's the most well known. And then in this yeah. one, it's going to be Venice or Paris or something. And you know, it just it just doesn't feel like Spider-Man. And it's just kind of upsetting that they're not going to, like, do a, a Spider-Man in New York, do it right. I mean, they still can, but, I mean, I, like I said, I feel like the next movie for Spider-Man is going to be, like, a team-up, big event film. Do you feel like that's them? Because they've they've stated that they chose different... They chose Vulture, they chose Mysterio, they chose Hydra Pump Man, Molten Man, who are in this movie. They chose these specific villains to be different than the Sony movies. Do you think that they're putting him outside of New York to be different as well? Do you think do you think well, that's I, th- a conscious I think decision? it has to do with Sony. I think that they're trying to just distinguish their Spider-Man to be way different. Yeah, and make it seem like this is truly an MCU Spider-Man. I I, I mean I I don't I don't think that they don't want to put him in New York. I feel like this is more so like a No, it's not that they don't want to. It's just that everything that they're doing is just, like, taking him out of New York. And it just doesn't... I don't know, man. Like, it's just... I I want what I enjoyed out of watching the animated series and watching the Tobey Maguires. And, I mean, I don't want the exact same thing. I just want it, you know, done better. (laughs) Yeah, just have him in New York. No, I'm not not hating on that. And, And we've always said if the MCU ever just decided to really lean into the fact that all their heroes in New York, it could it could benefit them tremendously. It would be super it? interesting. Like, we could have a smaller team-up of just New York heroes. Exactly. You could have Spider-Man, Daredevil, and Daredevil. is in the city at the time. Like, it could have been... like That, that could be... Doctor Strange. Yeah. Exactly. You could have those three just going on a quick little mini-mission, and, and that could just be the small movies for now until we get the new, uh, the quote-unquote... Avengers team up again. Like, why not yeah. focus on these smaller mini team up movies? I, I, I dig that 100%. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for the Spider Man trailer or the Spider Man movie. I mean, of course. And it's going to start the new phase of the MCU. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but let's go from a really friendly superhero to a evil superhero, quote unquote. Yeah. These- uh, <laughs> So we're talking about the Brightburn trailer, and as when I when I brought it up to Lyndon, he's like, "Yeah, this is that movie that's pretty much evil Superman, right?" It, that, that's what it is. Like 
Shout out to James Wan. Shout out to Nola Pelican Reddit. Always checking on bros who binge. Hit, hit, hit us up. He was like, yo, I want you guys to talk about this. I'm definitely going to talk about this. So the new trailer came out, and it, and it showed a lot of the new horror shots of this movie we were going to get yeah. from it. But it, it's 100%. And when, I, when, it, when, it, when it started, I was like, Schubert, is this Man of Steel? Like, are they really, like, going there? And it the almost trailer- is this, you know, same story shot for shot. Mm-hmm. Like the grass and seeing like how Henry Cavill as a kid was putting his hand on the guy. Like it just shows Superman's origin from just like if everything went wrong. And if I'm DC, I'm kind of like, yo, James Gunn, why why is this not an Elseworlds for us? Like if I'm DC, yeah, I'm hot yeah, right, right. Like I'm kind of hot. Like why is this not an Elseworlds? Like we could you you could have easily come to us and we could have easily made this. We didn't even have to call it Superman. You could call it something else, but like. That's what this is. 100%. I don't. Th- yeah, but I don't think they could do what they're trying to do with this in that way. Yeah, you're right. Like I feel like an Elseworld Superman story like this would could not be as graphic as this one's going to be. I mean, did you see that gl- shard of glass in that woman's eye? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're going. They're going over the. They're going super violent. They're and what I th- and what I'm, I'm excited really, to see this. Yeah, what I'm really interested in about this movie is that you see some of, like, the... Think, think Superman when he's fighting Zod, and you see him, like, taking him through walls and junk like that. Well, this dude's going to take people through walls and junk like that, but actual <laughs> just humans. Yeah, and burn, like, like use a supervision to burn, like, his laser vision to burn through people's scalps. Yeah, man, like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's going to be wild, and I love the scene where... And, and, and I love that they played into this. The fact that Superman's S is so iconic, and that's like his hope symbol, and they have the little Brightburn kid scratching in his, his, little, his little, whatever his alien symbol is, saying death, 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 like all around. I, I loved it. I'm excited. I really like the scene where they're on the the road, and like he sees the, the boy standing there, and then he flashes his lights again, and then he's just like floating. And he's like, "What the heck?" And then he like, "Oh, it's gonna it's gonna have its horror elements, and but not as much horror elements as the next trailer on the docket." Yeah, no, but shout out to James Wan. It's good to see him. You know what he can do outside of Guardians, and we're gonna get into another James Wan story later down the line. But I'm excited for Brightburn. Yeah, man, Brightburn. It's coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah, so. Probably we'll, we'll, be, we'll be reviewing it down the line. Out. Yeah, we'll be talking yeah. about it later down the line. So, but shout out to Uh But yeah, the next trailer 100% gave me horror chills. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that they gave us a little bit of a scene for this It Chapter 2 teaser. It kind of, it, not kind of, it definitely worked the gamble that they, they made. Because it was a gamble. They chose to do the movie separate and to make it where you have one with just the kids and one with just the adults. And when you see Jessica Chastain, like, I don't think that was a gamble. I think that was the right move. I I think it was, I think it was the right move as well. And I think that that's why I'm saying like, when you, when you see her sitting there and and, and realizing that's Pennywise and going through, and then you see the whole, the loser club, all the losers club laid it on the trailer. It gave, it, it really sunk in with me and I dug it. And this is one of the movies I'm anticipating highly to see. Like, It Chapter 1, I was like, all right, this was okay. But, like, I'm really pumped for It Chapter 2. Yeah, I think it. what's really great about the It movies is that they have such an interesting story outside of the horror element. 
And True. just seeing the, the kids that we saw in that first movie, which I really enjoyed the story of that movie, even though it scared the shit out of me. But uh, I'll say that movie felt more of a coming of age. Like, yes, it was a horror well, yes, movie, but... Yes, and that's the point. Well, and that's, like, you know, I've, I've read the, the book, too. Okay. And the book is huge, and it's pretty much broken up in... To two parts, and so like I'm glad that that's what they did here because the 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 kid's story is really in depth and needs to be its own things told. There was no way that you could have shortened that up and then tell this whole adult story because like it it's just as it's going to be just as crazy. And see, that's where I feel like this one is going to be more horror vibes more so than coming of age because we already had like you know what I mean. Probably so. Where like I feel like in chapter one. Even though it was really scary and and was a you know horror movie, just having kids in there made it seem a little bit less scary for scary. some reason. Yes, it really did. It and so now I was I've, watching a different like a Stranger Things vibe, like you know, yeah, what I mean? like yeah. The Spin Wolf art was in there. I was like, oh okay, my guy's gonna survive. It's okay. All this is cool. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like for some reason you just don't feel like the stakes are as high, but like. But when then, I saw Jessica Chastain getting creeped out by that woman, I was like, oh god, get out of there! <laughs> I know, right? I was like, oh my gosh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this. this but great, and it's a great cast too. You know, Bill Hader, James McAvoy, James like, McAvoy. It's the Old Spice guy. <laughs> the Old Spice. <laughs> He's in there. He's the black kid. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. I swear to you, it's the whole Spice guy. Look it up. Google it. I swear. It's like 100% listeners. What's know? his name? Like, I stay at Mustafferson? <laughs> yeah, the old Spice guy. Is that not him? Hold on. I know you're looking at it. That is 100% the old Spice guy. Why can I not see the cast list right now? But no, but nonetheless, like you said, with James McAvoy, Bill Skarsgård coming back to be Pennywise, it's gonna be dope. I'm super, super excited. Why don't you go to IMDb? Because I'm, I'm already looking at it right now. But I am on IMDb. No, this dude, the, uh, the, the dude's Troy James. The dude yeah, is not. not the, the dude is not Troy James. No, oh wait, no, there he is. Yeah, it's the Old Spice guy. <laughs> I told you. Like, like 100. Look at the trick. Like, if you look at the picture. Of the trailer shot, it's him. Yeah, they only flash it to like two times. It's one hundred percent the old spice guy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I told you. So that's hilarious. That's how. But but see, it's funny that he's he's making his moves in the movies because that's also like how I'm shocked that nobody is mentioning that in John Wick Chapter Three, one of the villains is the Iron Chef guy. <laughs> Like, a la cuisine, that guy is in John Wick 3 as a villain. That is blowing my mind. Like, I watch that dude on Iron Chef all the time on Hulu. And, and why is he in the John Wick movie? Blows my damn mind. But that's the old Spice guy. I'm excited for your chapter two, man. Can't wait. Yeah, man. I was super, I guess, excited after I saw the trailer, even though I was like, damn, this is going to scare the shit out of me. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Oh, we're going to get through it. We're going to watch it. <laughs> we got to. We got to oh, I mean, yeah. the, give the people that content. But next up, we get finally, finally a teaser, a sort of a real trailer, a sort of a sense of to give us what the hell this is going to be. My most anticipated TV show 
coming into 2019. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, my most anticipated TV show was not Game of Thrones. My most anticipated TV show is Watchmen. The Watchmen TV, the trailer has dropped. It's the teaser. The show is not coming till fall as, as much as I wanted it to drop, you know, right after Game of Thrones. Give us that summer season. We're probably going to get it sometime around September, October. But Shuby, what'd you think of this of this teaser? Um, well, I, it's definitely going to be a different story. Mm-hmm. So, it I looks mean, like, from I, what I, feel I like, gathered... Well, I mean, I feel like I'm going to go in there with it, with everything I know about Watchmen. I'm just going to throw it out the window and just let it let it roll. Oh, no, yeah, you got to let it ride. It, just from speculating from what I gather, because it, it's what you said. It's a different story. It takes place in the present. There's no way we can know anything about it, but it seems like they got... The, the cult of Rorschach is what people are call the, the people are calling them. I, I think they got his memoirs because if you remember at the end of Watchmen, he leaves his journal and it, it's picked up by that guy. And I believe the cult somehow maybe have gotten that journal and they're and they're following his words exactly and they're not like living how he necessarily would. It's how it's it's what exactly he preached about. We saw Jeremy Irons in the trailer because he's going to be an older version of Ozymandias. So it's going to be interesting to see him. Will we see Dr. Manhattan come into this? We saw Regina King as a new superhero herself. We saw the Metal Man looking at the screens. Who's that guy? I'm, I'm excited, man. Whatever Damon Lindelof is about to give us, creative loss. I'm, I can't wait to see what he's about to give us with Watchmen. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for the next saga in the hbo series you know yeah, the next drama be, series yeah. you know especially for the summertime because i mean i feel like westworld is that fall winter one that they have right now well this one's not coming out till the fall this is gonna be their other fall winter one like when westworld's all because westworld's not coming back for two years oh, i thought Westworld was coming out like in july no it's not coming out till the fall they announced that along with this uh, yeah i know it sucks but i mean it, with westworld not coming back for two years it makes sense yeah oh yeah definitely well two years yeah westworld's not coming what back are they doing i don't well you nolan has to uh jonathan nolan has to write the new script for the, for oh the next for the next stage hey man i'm like uh, the nolan brothers can do no wrong in my eyes so john nolan take your time but I'm excited for Watchmen. Next up, we got some DC streaming service stuff to talk about because we we didn't talk about it, and you guys would be like, "Oh, look at look at these DC stands not talking about some problems." But look, Swamp Thing was shortened to ten episodes. It's only getting ten. One of the the actors or the actresses came out and said if they really would have gotten the chance to to do everything, it, it, it probably would have turned out for the better. But the studio. In DC, the streaming service felt that the way it was going wasn't the direction that they intended. So we're just going to get these ten episodes. I don't know what's going to happen after that. Does that give you hope for the? Does that does that make you feel like why am I going to watch this? Like, how do you feel about Swamp Thing going into going into now when this was one of our most anticipated? Yeah, I feel really terrible about it because I thought they were going to go super horror ish, and, and they went and, and and it looks like an MTV. TV yeah. series. Yeah, it really does. Like, it looks it's bad. It, it's probably because they have the chick who was in Teen Wolf, but like it looks like Teen Wolf. It it looks not and I understand if you're the studio and you were going for kind of what we thought and like this came out, I don't blame them for cutting it to 10. Cut your losses yeah. 
and get out of there. But it, and that goes into our next topic because it's like with this cutting your losses, Titans seem like yo season two of Titans is gonna be either one of the best things ever or it's gonna be shit. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be hectic. Like there's a new announcement that we're gonna get Aqualad in this bitch now. So where where are we at now? We're at Superboy. Aqualad. We've got we've, got, we've already got um. You know, we Donna. got Jer- we got Donna, we got Jericho, Ravager, and in Deathstroke, we got Ian Glenn's Bruce Wayne, and we still haven't uh, killed Trigon. Like Trigon still is is alive and kicking. Well, he's winning right now. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, like it's, like Dick's done. Like my okay, my one true prediction for this show is. It's going to be, we beat Trigon episode one, episode two, we meet Batman, and we build this like a, into an actual team, and then we somehow, due to whatever goes on with Batman, we have to go find Deathstroke. And through trying to actually be a team and go on this mission to find Deathstroke, we meet these different characters that along the way. I think, you're, I, I, think, I think you're kind of right. I don't think they're going to beat Trigon. I oh, feel like they're gonna get away. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So you think he's still, he's still gonna be just alive and kicking in the universe? Yeah, I think he's gonna be back back in the shadows. Uh, what if? But okay. I mean, like, obviously they got to do a villain change, and maybe they can bring him back up later on. But I just don't see them killing Dragon in one well, episode. Well, no, you can't like, kill him. Destroy- well, I mean, like you know, maybe they could like send them away for a while i guess and, and, and let me tell you how they do that they they seal him in raven's head because she doesn't have the diamond on her forehead oh yeah 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 they see yeah they seal him away in, in her head episode one and then boom we're on we're on the new we're on the new wave whatever the new wave may be because you gotta remember the finale was supposed to be a conclude a conclusion to the trigon story they split it in half to make it a cliffhanger yeah right they they low-key infinity ward us <laughs> like on the, the real, like that's what they did. They were like, "Oh, Marvel's got Infinity War. We'll, we'll <laughs> Infinity War them on our first TV." TV oh, shoot, Titan! So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, split this up. We'll have Dick lose. Yeah, Dick, Dick will lose. He'll come back. We'll we'll get a dub. But how do you feel? So we so we have a casting for Superboy, but we don't know anything about this Aqualad thing. It's just mentioned that we he's going to show up. Yeah, we don't know who's cast as him yet. Everybody right. else is cast, but pretty much. It, yeah, we don't know who Aqualad, if it's going to be Garth or is it going to be um, Calderon. We don't know which one it's going to be. Uh, I hope it's Calderon. You hope it's, well, yeah, if you look at kind of, yeah, I think that, I think it might need to be Calderon. In terms of like diversity on this show, there's not, there's not that many African-American people besides like Starfire. So yeah, why not make Calderon? We're already getting Superboy. Fuck it. Make, but I, I I don't know because if you well if, I just it, personally like Calderon better but that's just because I'm biased because of, of the young, young justice. justice. But if you think of what they're if they're going for OG Titans vibes like Ostrander, um, Marv Wolfman, and all the OG Titan stuff that they've been kind of pulling from, I think it might be Garth because Garth is the OG Aqualad who was in the Titans. Mm, yeah, Calderon, and he was and wasn't, was he, wasn't he in the first Titans too, the Teen Titans? He was in their TV show. Yeah. Yep. He was. He was. He ran tight. He was part of the Titans East squad. Yeah. With Bumblebee and all the and Roy Harper and uh, Moss and Manos and, and that squad. So who knows what's going? Who knows what's going down with Titans? But we're just gonna keep you informed as as we continue. But had to had to mention that 
It's not. But hey, Doom Patrol is holding it down for the the streaming service right now, and I can't wait to talk about that later. Look, Doom Patrol's killing it right now. Titans, Titans season one killed it. They're two and zero right now. Swamp Thing will be that two and one, and then hopefully Titan season two. I'm loving that they got Krypton on there now. It's a pretty interesting show. Yep. And 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 the second season for that's about to start up soon. Yes, it is, and also they added that new that uh, new DCAU. DC animated universe movie with Justice League versus the Fatal Five, so we get to see yeah. Bruce Timm's guys going back at it, which is dope. But the final real DC story we have is Michael Rooker is in talks to be King Shark in James Wan's Suicide Squad. James Wan announced that his squad is pretty much done. He knows who he has. It, that that gives us good hope that his, his story's done. It's also Dame. Um, let me pull up this guy's name because I can't pronounce it. But the guy who's cast as, as Polka Dot Man. He's also cast. He's also he was also from the MCU. Uh, he he's from Ant Man. He, he was in the the crew of Ti and uh, David Dash. Oh man, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Dash Maschian. David Dash Maschian. He is uh, playing Polka Dot Man, and I believe they also casted Ratcatcher. So it looks like James Wan Suicide Squad is moving in and moving along. Are you excited well, I mean, to see got... Michael Rooker involved? Yeah, man. I was just watching him on Guardians of the Galaxy too. Oh yeah, him is uh, Yondu. Also, fun fact: was born in Alabama. Interesting. Didn't know that about good old Michael Rooker. I mean, look, man. I I thought King Shark should have been in it from the jump. I'm excited yes. to see what James Wan does because I, me personally, King Shark to me is more of a Suicide Squad person than Killer Croc. So I'm glad we got old Croc out of here. And that, but given Michael Rooker, King Shark, that makes me think he's gonna talk more than. I would have been. We normally see King Shark doing in the uh, in the comics, so I'm interested to see how much speaking roles, how, how many speaking lines they give Michael Rooker as King Shark. I feel like they're gonna give him a moderate amount, but the, and they're all gonna be mostly comedic. Oh, you think he's this is the comedic relief? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it might be the yeah, ass because I think I think we're gonna see Polka Dot Man probably bite the bullet and die. It's, and I, if if Polka Dot Man's not gonna be the comic relief, you're right. Why not make it Michael Rooker's King Shark? Yeah. I just hope I just hope James Wan doesn't make this too co- comedic. You know, he it is the Suicide Squad. I, I feel like the, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they got to be comedic in, in a way because I feel like villains working together to do something in common would be joking about it. They'd be like. You know, just I wouldn't say cracking jokes, but like they would be making snarky comments. You know, some sort. I I just don't want to see Guardians humor. That's all. I feel like we're gonna get similar to that. I don't know if we're gonna get like Drax moments, but that and that that's what I'm hoping Michael Rook is not like just no the, the Drax. No, I don't think it'd be like Drax. Jesus Christ, I hope not. But I mean, look, James Wan made bright made Brightburn. That that stuff looks like it, it has no edge or ne- no comedy s- spot in it. So who knows what he does with, with Suicide Squad? I'm still excited. And I'm, I'm holding out hope. So Michael Rooker's a good cast as Kenny Shark. So I'm not gonna hate before I see a trailer. Yeah. Uh, well, the the next thing I want to talk about is a director who we who had been talks to take over for a franchise which would have kind of changed the entire franchise on its head talking about Tarantino doing Star Trek that's happening it's happening yeah 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 
This, so apparently this is going to be his next project after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Look, and, man, uh, that's going to be big. Yeah, we got no confirmation on every th- on who's going to be in it, but uh, from what I hear, no one has really not been on board to come back. So I think then he might use some of the people because I mean I think you know Zachary Quinto kind of fits and he's already kind of has been established as this new age Spock, and you know. If you, you think he's get, using the Abrams people? I'm hearing that he might. I think, I don't it, think he, he I think does. he's probably gonna do it completely different. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like if yo, this is gonna be wild. You think he's gonna stay true to the source material? Oh, uh, I don't know, because I feel like I don't know if he's gonna try and tell the story of the the main group, like the Captain Kirk and Spock, or if he's going to do even like Picard, you know? Or, or yeah, or do his or, own crew. Or, yeah, or just make his own crew, yeah. How much money are you going to bet that we're going to see finally Samuel Jackson, who was in Star Wars, now be in Star Trek? Probably so. Like, I, I, I could see that. Ha- like, this, if maybe if it wasn't Tarantino, I'd say you have no chance in hell of Samuel going into Star Trek. But now that it's his guy, yo, I don't know. Like, Samuel might probably be in this movie. I think he might be. I think we'll see a lot of Tarantino regulars. Uh, so that's why I don't think they're going to bring back uh, any yeah, I don't of see Chris Pine the other cast. Chris Pine is not about to be his leading man. No, no. I, that's the one thing, like, when I heard people saying that they were going to bring some of the old cast back, I'm like, well, I mean, Chris Pine does not need to be the captain of a Tarantino Star yeah. Trek. No, I want. I want. If, if Tarantino's really doing this, should be Leo. They should just let him do what he wants. <laughs> yo, Leo, no, get the fuck, yo. What, what world are we living in where Leonardo DiCaprio is about to be a, about to be a, be a Star, Star Trek, Trek movie that's directed by Quentin Tarantino? Yo, this is like some some pitch wars. Dude, Brad Pitt might do it though. <laughs> this is some pitch wars. Bro, Brad Pitt like. might do it. <laughs> he might. Shit, Brad Pitt really might. Like that. This is crazy to me. This is absolutely insane. Like, who, who, like, yo, if I'm Adam Driver, if I'm Michael B. Jordan, if I'm any of these new up-and-coming young guns, I'm doing whatever the hell I got to do to try to get in front of T- Quentin Tarantino to try to be in this movie. Just for, right? just for the sheer chance that it could work. Because if it does, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be one of those movies that, if it lands, it'll be huge. If it flops, it's gonna still be good because it's got it's gonna have a lot of great actors in it. But I mean, I guess if he just completely butchers it, but I can't see that happening. I can only see it getting better if it gets gorier. And my thing is, I can't see him stepping outside of his like. It's been known that he will not do other people's IP because he wants to do his IP. And for him to come up and say, "I came up with this amazing Star Trek script." Let me do it, and and the studios are like, hell yeah, we're gonna let you do it. It has to be something that's worth goal. It has to be something that's worth something. You know what I mean? It can't just be some bullshit. Yeah, yeah and for and for. and for him to keep going on with it, because at first I thought it was gonna be one of these things. Where it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, he has the Star Trek script that he wants. We'll to never do. hear about it again. Well, it's never gonna happen. And now he's yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm gonna do it. So I mean, he must be really serious about it and be working with the working well with the the people who control the IP to figure out what they want to do. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, next up, we got Disney releases 
It's, oh, geez, here we it's, go. It, it's big package. It releases its movie schedule till 2021. Or no, till 2027. Excuse me. And uh, Bob Iger came out and just, he was like, we'll announce the post-in-game Marvel slate later in the summer, give you some more titles, because right now the Marvel stuff is untitled. So in 2019, the rest we have, we have the token biopic starting May 20th. Sorry, come out. We got uh, Aladdin coming out May 24th. We got Dark Phoenix June 7th. Oh, shoot, Toy that's really soon. Yeah, Toy Story 4, June 21st. Stuber, July 12th. Stuber. The Lion Bautista. King. Bautista. Bautista. We have The Lion King, July 19th. The Art of Racing in the Rain, August 9th. That's a Fox film. Ready or Not, that's a Fox Searchlight film, August 23rd. Ad Astra, September 20th. That's another Fox film. The Woman in the Widow, uh, October 4th. This is another Fox film. Maleficent, and I didn't know this was coming out this this year. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, coming out October 18th. That's a Disney film. Ford vs. Ferrari, which I'm excited for, as well as you are, Schubert. Coming out November 15th from, from Fox. Frozen uh, 2, November 22nd. Rise of the Skywalker, the December 20th. And Spies in Disguise, the 25th of December. Now let's get into 2020. You got Underwater. This is another Fox film, January 10th. The Untitled Kingsman movie, February 14th, still coming. Call of the Wind, February 21st. Call of Wild. Oh, Call of Wild, excuse me. Onward, March 6th. Mulan, the live action, March 27th of 2020. New Mutants, it's it's pushed back again. <laughs> Yo, they should just not release this movie. They should just not release it and just just cut all ties with X Men once Dark Phoenix comes and gets ready. To, like they they shouldn't release that movie. I'm sorry. They should. But not. they've already filmed most of it. Stuart, I don't care. Put it on streaming. It should not be in theaters. It should not be an April third big mainstay for 2020 when this movie was made for 2018. Do you realize this movie was supposed to come out earlier this year to last year? Like, this is going to be a movie that's three years old by the time it comes out. Like, will the jokes still hit the same? Maisie Williams will look different. Yeah. She's, she'll be a grown woman by the time this comes out. Like, ugh. April 3rd, New Mutants. An untitled Marvel movie. This is one of those untitled Marvel movies. May 1st. Artemis File got pushed back to 2020. May 29th. An untitled Disney Pixar movie coming out June 19th. Free Guy. Don't know what that is from Fox. July 3rd. This is something that, like... Let's, I, let's, I let's, let's, go, let's go through them and... Or, let's, let's go through them or, real quick. Because I wanted to talk about some stuff in the 2019. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about what you want. Okay, well, if, let's kind of do it year to year. Well, with 2019, what I wanted to say is, uh, you know, we're getting Rise of Skywalker... And you get all these Fox movies. Those they're just all wild cards, you know. Yeah, they like, just. I feel like Disney's just just like whatever Fox had on the on the docket. We're just gonna pump those out. We're just gonna pu- we're just gonna pump them out. Well, then the, then we get to what we have in 2020. My joking guess of what Underwater is is the Shape of Water <laughs> sequel. <laughs> wait, where do you see? Wait, where 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 is that in 20? Oh, Fox is underwater. Oh yeah, what is that? I don't know, man, but I'm saying it's a Shape of Water sequel. <laughs> uh, the Untitled Kingdoms movie better not suck. <laughs> that, uh, I think that's the one that's not with uh, Taron Egerton. I think that's uh, the prequel. Uh, well, it's, uh, we'll see. Uh, get any guess on the Untitled Marvel movie? I'm thinking it's going to be uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm going to guess Doctor Strange as well. I'm not, but, from, I, I but on May 1st? That might be Black Panther 2. That might be Black Panther too. 
that's either Doctor Strange or Black Panther two. But I think that's a Black like I no, nah, that's Black Panther two because you're not gonna put Doctor Strange in May first. Like what? That's a that that's an Avengers date, and we're not getting no Avengers movies. I, I think in twenty twenty. If, so if this if, if this untitled Pixar film is Toy Story five, I'm never I'm never watching Disney again. <laughs> like Disney Pixar at least. Yeah, they will. Well, I, I don't know what that's gonna be. I hope that's incredible something. Hopefully, but it's, I hope be. it's not. I hope it's it's something, something, something new. new. Uh, well, yeah, no, I know how you feel about that. Give us something new. Yeah. Are you ready for me to continue? Yeah. Now let's talk about Bob's Burgers. Yo, Bob's Burgers, the movie, July seventeenth, twenty twenty. Does this is this a good move? Is this a live action? No, this anime. All right. Well, we don't know. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. When they when they dropped the announcement, they Bob's Burgers made a separate like announcement as well, because like and, they were like, we want to solidify our fans to let them know that this is going to be like a legit thing. Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to be like fantastic, but I think it's going to be a really great long episode of Bob's Burgers. Has those movies been, like have we seen a movie like that be? Did you like the Simpsons movie? No. And did you like the South Park movie? Yeah. Okay, so they're one of two in the South Park movie. And it's not that I didn't like the Simpsons movie. It's just like, I mean, it's just a long episode of the Simpsons. I mean, same with South Park, though. I mean, like, you can argue that Imagination Land altogether is a South Park movie. Yeah, true. So, I mean, that's the the thing with the TV being movies thing. Like, I just feel like... It's just a continuation of the series, so it's just a big episode on the big screen. I got to give Bob's Burgers his props, though, because not many of those shows get movies. Family Guy never got a movie. American Dad never got a movie. I- I'm not going to say Rick and Morty won't get a movie, but I don't know if they will. Shout out to Bob's Burgers. I'm going to go watch it July 7th. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I-, I got to go see what it is, so I'm excited for it nonetheless. But I just hope they don't screw it up, man, because I really love that series. Like That series really means a lot to me at this point. But, you know, here's what I'm thinking, because I feel like this is always the same old thing with movies, especially big community movies. Like, I'm thinking, like, Hey Arnold movie, where you, like, you have, oh, well, you know, Bob and the rest of the community are in trouble because either, like, there's some mustache-twirling villain or Mr. Fisher lost all his money. That that'd be a side story. I'm saying like the where the big thing oh, the, here okay, is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. they're gonna lose the the neighborhood. The they're gonna lose. The, well, they, yeah, I think it's gonna be like even more bigger than like the restaurant it's because like you're gonna have to get you know Bob and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy might have to come together to like. Might have to come the, together to save the day, and you know Tina and some, Jimmy some Jr. are gonna have some like you know high school fling and. You know, it's it's. I can almost tell you what that movie is going to be about, just because it's just a a TV. I hope they, I hope they come at it with something totally different than what you. Just I hope they do me. too, because like I, I I really like I said I love this franchise and I I, I want to go watch this movie not because I'm a fan of it I want to go watch it because it's going to be good and let the fan stuff just excite me on the other side. But let's continue along. We have Jungle Cruise coming out uh, July 24th. That's the the Rock Disney movie. We got the one and only Ivan coming out August 14th. We have Death of the Nile, another Fox movie coming out October 9th. We have another Marvel movie coming out. I think that's Doctor Strange. This one's Doctor Strange for sure. Next, you have Ron's Going Wild, another Disney movie coming out November 6th. 
uh, Untitled Disney Animation, November 25th. The West Side Story, this is the Anne Boleyn Fox uh, Steven Spielberg movie coming out December 18th. And then you have the, another live action of Cruella coming December 23rd. Ooh, I like December. Now, this is where we can start having fun and playing. What movie is this? Uh, so in 2021, we have Untitled Disney Marvel movie February 12th. Now, the, the, the common people would say, is this the Black Panther 2? Uh, possible, but I feel like Black Panther 2 in 2021, I feel like they're going to, I mean, yeah, maybe, I don't know. They like, could throw like out Black Panther soon, next year. How soon do you think, like, do you, like, are they ready to do Black Panther 2? Like, is Kugler ready? Like, Kugler hasn't been doing anything. I feel like in the state of the MCU, we need to see Wakanda, like, right now. Yeah, I do too. Like, I feel like it would, like... I see Doctor Strange like being that, we, that November seventh, that, that November sixth date, but like, like I feel like, like we're gonna get Doctor Strange in twenty twenty, but I just but, don't know which one it's gonna be. I and my thing is, why would you wait to do Black Panther twenty twenty one? I get giving it the Black History Month date again, but what else can hold the May first date besides Black Panther? Like, what else that, can carry in May? And Spider Man's already done his movie. Yeah, and that, yeah, exactly. Like, if it's not Spider Man. You're not about to do an Avengers movie. And it's movie. not Guardians. What movie can honestly hold down the fort in May besides Black Panther? None. So that that's why I think it's that. I like your pitch of Shang-Chi giving it the February release, like the the release of it's early in the year. This is a movie that we're not sure about. Let's see, let's see how it works. Yeah, I think I think that's where it's gonna be. Because that's the one thing about speculating these Marvel movies right now is that we just don't know we don't know who the new characters are going to be you know so but like we know only, we can... is like in motion yes like 100 percent. so next and, up we oh no and ahead. you know now that i'm thinking about this we're doing this didn't james gunn announce that guardians 3 is coming out in 2020 no i thought they pushed it they pushed it back because he has to do suicide squad they pushed it back to 2021 so it's going to be 2021. So which one do you think it's going to be then? And we got I May think, 5th. Yeah. And I November think he, I, 5th. Uh-uh, I think he gets May. Okay. I, but uh, next up, we got Pneumonia from Fox. I think this is one of the last Fox movies, March 5th. Then we have an untitled Disney live action from March 12th. What do you think that's going to, like, we see, a, there's a lot of untitled Disney live actions in this 2021 year. Yeah, for, for the sake of speculation, let's try and think of cartoon ones that they hadn't done yet. Yeah, like Peter Pan, maybe? Peter Pan is a possibility. Uh, the Emperor's New Groove, if they wanted to do something. Some new age? A little, a little, yeah, new age and different. Atlantis? Ooh, Atlantis or Treasure Island. One of those. Uh, Treasure Island. Uh, Treasure Planet? Treasure yeah. Planet. Shit, they could do the Muppets Treasure Island, but that's not Disney. But still, that would be oh my god, Treasure Planet would be lit. I I just don't know which one. Which, uh, like, how much more class? Oh, I mean, I guess they could do the princes, like princesses, like uh. Well, which ones were- haven't they done yet though? Because they did Cinderella, they did Belle, they did Sleepy. No, they didn't really have do Sleepy not- Beauty. Have they announced? Well, I mean, that's Malefic- because they're doing Maleficent. Have they announced Little Mermaid? Because that's one of them. If that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's one hundred percent one of them. But I think that would be a summer one, huh? Yeah. Like but, May 28th but or eight, July yeah, 30th. 
That means shit. There's like so many of the, but um, I'm trying to. This will cover just like when we mention live action, all the ones. We Princess and the Frog. They could go New Age, yeah, and do Princess and the Frog. They can really do that well and like shoot it in New Orleans. And yeah, like I think a, they would do Princess and the Frog real good. That'd be a real good one. Um, any other princess ones that we could think of that they would Tangled, do? but I don't think they do Tangled live action. I don't think they're doing Brave live action. They always joke about no. it. In like every Disney movie, they they make the joke that Brave is the princess that just didn't work. <laughs> they always do. They did. They made that joke in Wreck Wrecking Ralph. When they had her in there, they were like, "Oh yeah, we don't we don't get along with her." <laughs> like, like that's fucked up. <laughs> I like Brave. What else could it be, man? Any um, of those animal ones? Uh, I mean, 101 Dalmatians again. Oh no, that's Cruella. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that works. Hercules, oh, yeah. maybe? Hercules. Yeah, you could do Hercules. But th- I feel like they've done Hercules. Like, Warner Brothers. Well, I mean, if Disney came out and said they were doing Hercules, I'm going to watch it. Uh, yeah. With, that's, with the Hercules cartoon storyline, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Anything, like, what else could they do? Like, the Aristocats? Because, I mean, like... <laughs> They're doing Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus. Yeah, so, why not? so I you know, I guess we can just assume that a lot of these live actions are just going to be originals. Yeah, well, you think? Or you know, like Artemis Fowl, for example, is a Disney original. Yeah, but yes, that, it's not I think an original, like, yeah. but it's you know, it's also not. Yeah, a past just movie. It's a- just because it's an untitled live action does not mean it has to be. You're absolutely Jungle, right. Jungle Cruise, another Disney live action. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I'm just looking through this this, uh, this list of their movies, and I'm just trying to think of, oh, wait, I, I just came across a couple good ones. Hunchback, Hunchback of Notre Dame, that could be one. That's a very timely one now. Uh, Tarzan, that could be one. Tarzan would be interesting. Pocahontas, that could be one. I think Pocahontas is one. So that's coming up. Um, now I'm getting into some of the older ones that I wish would be ones, but I doubt we're gonna get like Sword in the Stone, Black Cauldron, uh, the Great uh, Mouse, maybe the, the Great Mouse Detective. No, yeah, like we're not getting that, but Oliver and Company would love that. Probably won't get that. Probably not. But I, I think Punchback in Notre Dame. I like your Emperor's New Groove, Pocahontas, Tarzan, uh, Hercules. Uh, Bambi, probably. Yeah, I, I think they could do Bambi. They could probably do Fox and the Hound, too. Probably so. But I think Little Mermaid right now is my number one guess. But, you know, that's the thing. Like, with ones like Bambi and Fox and the Hound, maybe not Bambi, but, like, with Fox and the Hound, at least, I feel like that's one of those, just like Lady and the Tramp, you could just do on Disney+. Plus. Yep, just like with, uh, yeah. I was going to say Brother Bear, if they really want to go Disney+. Plus. Brother Bear. <laughs> All right, but next up we got May 5th, another Marvel movie. This this is the one that's interesting. No, no, this is not the one that's interesting. This Guardians. This Guardians, yeah. yeah. That's Guardians, yeah, 100%. Another untitled Disney live action on May 28th. An untitled Pixar movie on June 18th. And look, star uh, uh, Lucasfilm, y'all are putting out something other than Star Wars. Look at y'all. Untitled Indiana Jones, July 9th. Are you excited for that? Or are you just a, a, a Lucasfilm uh, Star Wars fan? No, I love Indiana Jones, man. I'm just you, really, I'm really scared what they're gonna do. Like, are the are we going? Well, I don't think we're gonna get Shia LaBeouf to be in it, but like, bro, they should like just recast. You, they because just like recast. Well, they have to recast. There's no way Harrison Ford's gonna do it. That's my thing. Like, 
if you're gonna do indie again, like I don't care. It's got to be a prequel, or it's got to be a new Indiana new, Jones. Ooh, yeah, make it just a new Indiana Jones for a new generation. Like f it, get Chris Pratt because you know damn well he wants to do it. Get Chris Pratt in the gym, and then let's get this thing going. There's a couple other people besides Chris Pratt that could do it, but he's my number one choice. Oh man, I feel like I get someone a little bit more suave than that. Who you want? Who you want? Oh, I don't know. You don't think Chris Pratt could do it? And I think you know it's 2021 too, so I think it's going to be someone that maybe oh, a little younger, getting getting a little shine in the next few months. Yeah. No, Noah Centino. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be He Man. Yeah, he is going to be He Man. He, he, it might be him. Shit, we're joking right now. 2021 come around. Watch we see Noah Centino as Indiana Jones. Jesus Christ. Noah Centino got. A, doesn't he have another new Netflix rom com on there now? That shit's true. I saw the trailer for that thing where he goes on dates with women, like, and it's like a. He, he they asked like it's it you remember that that when we did the joke on Thanksgiving for the Thanksgiving pod where it's like you pay me to come on a date with you it's that it's one that wasn't that. a joke I mean if there are people out there that want to pay me <laughs> to take them to weddings or come to their Thanksgiving family dinners like I'm in <laughs> well that's what that No Santino movie is like 100 percent but let's continue along because we got we got some more to get through another Disney Untitled live action on July 30th another Untitled Disney live action on October 8th. This is interesting. The Disney Marvel on November fifth. What do you think that is? Black Something Widow, new. maybe. Maybe Black Widow. Yeah, that could be Black Widow. Or do you think it's too soon for Black Widow? You got to do it soon, man, because it's got to be a it's got to be a prequel. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, like, so why get wrapped up in that? I I, I feel I like something is gonna happen in that Black Widow movie that's got to tie into the new MCU, though. True, 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 true. Like leading into the new cast of peeps. Well, like maybe, may, like maybe you'll meet someone in the villains that is someone that is of importance later on. Yeah, like a taskmaster or someone, and, and then yeah. he could be part of the masters of evil. Yeah. When they when they bring in the Marvel, uh, uh, whatever Legion of Doom. But next up, we got Untitled Disney Animation on November twenty fourth, and then Avatar two. December 17th. This is important to note because after this year, we start to see Lucasfilm and Avatar rotating that December date. But in 2022, we start off the year February 18th with a Marvel movie. Now we're getting into waters where me and Schubert can't really speculate on what that's going to be. I, I don't know what that movie could be. From no, Maybe, maybe uh, Captain Marvel 2? Well, I mean, like... Let- are you gonna read through all the dates? Because I mean, let's just say it's you know the Disney Marvel. There's gonna be a Pixar, Disney Marvel, yeah. Disney live action, Disney Pixar live action, Marvel live action, live action, animated Star Wars. So there's two Marvel movies, three Marvel movies in 2022. I think your May 6 one's gonna be a big one. Like I'm thinking you might get your Spider-Man Secret Wars right there. Right there. I just don't know what goes in those May 6 dates without Avengers. Like. That's crazy. Like, which one are you going to put right there? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, like, it's going to be a team-up. Like, so... Yes, of some sort. Because, like, Captain America Civil War was a team-up, technically. technically. So that's what you're going to get May 6th or maybe even on July 29th. But I think July 29th, more or less, is going to be another big sequel, third movie, something like that. I I was thinking that July 29th is Ant-Man. Maybe. Closure to his, his arc. Or it could be Captain Marvel 2. I think Captain Marvel Maybe 2 Captain Marvel 2, yeah. I think Captain Marvel 2 falls in 2022, though. 
This is 2022. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whether it's February 18th or the July 29th date. Yeah. Now, what do you think that untitled Star Wars is? Do you think that's Benioff and Weiss? Or do you think that's Ryan Johnson? Because I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talking like Ryan Johnson is getting his trilogy first, baby. When it comes to who's working <laughs> right now and who's not working right now, Ryan Johnson has a movie coming out. What movie? It's uh, it's a it's a solo movie, like it's not a franchise or anything. But he has a movie that's supposed to be coming out in like twenty twenty one or something like that. Oh, okay. So I don't okay. know. So I don't think that he's gonna have the time. So you think this is Benioff and Weiss? Yeah. Because Benioff and Benioff and Weiss are done right now. Yeah, they're they're worse. They're getting ready to like get. They're they're watching their finished product right now. Yeah, they're getting ready for Star Wars. Like that's what they're. So that, and like what you reported earlier about the studio being built. That's what they're waiting on. They're sitting there oh, waiting yeah. on that studio to get built. Oh, and then I'm they're gonna tripping. get to work. This is definitely Benioff and Weiss. I, I should not have been listening to those Twitter uh, reporters. Get those the are just those are all just people that are like, oh yeah, well. All you people, right. yeah. We want to stir some stuff up because we know that like half the Star Wars fan base hates Ryan Johnson, so they're definitely going to generate conversation. But this guy actually really loves Ryan Johnson when he was and like he hates on people for like shit. That's what he's saying. He wants to bring it up because he's like, oh, well, you, all you people out there that just hate Ryan Johnson. Well, I just hope he gets his movie trilogy first, just yeah, so no, he can put it in your faces. This is definitely Benioff and Weiss. We, but no, it's yeah, definitely Benioff and Weiss. Yeah, because we reported about this. Yeah, shout out to us. All right, in 2023, we get some live-action Disney movie on February 17th, and then Avatar 3. 2024 is the next untitled Star Wars movie. Maybe Avatar 3. And then 2025, Avatar 4. Maybe. In 2026, an untitled Star Wars movie. They're alternating the December dates, and in 2027, Avatar 5. Maybe. <laughs> Well, now that Disney's in charge, I think that shit's coming, whether they Yo, like do you it or not. Do they really think they're going to crush the box office? I, I don't know. Because, <laughs> I, because if I didn't, if I didn't have to go see it, because well, I guess I don't have to see it. But if I, you know, if I wasn't invested in going to see, see it, I wouldn't go see it. I'd just be like, screw you, man. Yeah, who cares about the Fern Gully remake? Like I, I, I don't care. I, I don't I, care about your five movies. And you know, and you know, James like get out of here with get out of here with your five movies. Not not James Wan. James Cameron is sitting there like because he, he you know he was salty when he had to send a, a congratulations to Endgame for passing up Titanic. Yeah. And you, and you, I, I know because he was the one who made the comments about all these Marvel movies. And you know he's gonna try to outdo him, but it's not about to do shit, bro. Not in 2019. Avatar. The only reason why it made all that money was because of the 3D shit. Nobody cares about 3D anymore. Yeah, it was more of kind of an event because it was like a movie that you had to see in IMAX. It was like, oh man, what's the mystique of this movie that I must see in 3D or IMAX? You think they're about to get five films for real? That's what I'm saying. Like, Avatar 2 is going to happen. <coughs> yeah. And then I'll Avatar 2 is going to flop. And then they're <laughs> going to be, and then James Cameron's going to be like, no, no, I promise, I promise. It all ties <laughs> together in the third movie. And then the third movie is going to happen, it's going to flop. And then they're gonna be like, "No, man, we're done." <laughs> I just don't know if Disney's taking that chance, like, like all I'm like, talking about. But shit, they made Avatar World. They and that's why, and that's why I said they're getting made. It's getting made no matter what, because Disney already invested like out the wazoo. Like, even if James Cameron's not involved anymore, and he just has the producer tag. Disney's making this work somehow because they have. What does Avatar he have World. on them? I don't know. 
what does he have on them? Because like, how is Avatar getting so much? Like, it, it had one movie what five years ago, six it has years a ago. Theme park. It has a theme. And that park. was a theme park and five movies. Like <laughs> crazy! Shout out to James Cameron though. He got that Disney money. But that, that's all we really have on the, on the release list. We'll let you guys know more about the Marvel stuff as, as Bob Iger lets us know come summer. But next up we have Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman will produce and top and star in the samurai story of Yasuke uh, or, or Yusuke from set in the 16th century Japan. Narcos co-director Doug Moreau is writing the script, which centers on an African man who arrived in Japan in 1579 in the service of an Italian Jesuit and served under the Japanese warlord. Oda Nobunaga, he was captured in battle in 1582. According to the legend, Yasuke is the only person of non-Asian origin to become a samurai. Yo, this is right up my alley. If anybody is watching anime, you know about Oda Nobunaga. He is a legend in Japanese lore. He's a legend in Japanese culture and a historic figure. This is going to be super, super dope seeing Chad with both. So is this like a true story? Yeah, it is. But they could do it. That's like, awesome. It, yeah, this is like 100% true story. But they could they, they could bring it into like a little fol- folklore land a little bit. But well, of this course, because like with when that's the thing about like history stories. If you, once we've reached a certain point where it's like not soon enough that people have like, oh yeah, well we know that this actually happened. Like that's when you can really start making the story the way you want it. I'm really intrigued, even if this wasn't a true story. I think it's a very interesting idea, and having Chad McBoseman behind it, I'd be all for seeing it. Oh, yeah, no, I'm 100%. This is where I want to see his career go. This is dope. Yeah. From from Black Panther doing, like, a mo- an action movie like this, become the the, the, the action star, Chad. I'm, I'm down, man. I'm, well, I'm it's probably going to be action, but it's also probably going to be very serious, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think, he's going for, you think this is going to be Oscar-worthy? I think it could be. Oh, see, I wasn't picturing this as Oscar worthy. I was just picturing this as like a samurai action film. But now that you're saying Oscar, it depends on who directs it. Yeah. Like, I think, like, Doug Moreau, screenwriter from Narcos, that's dope. That lends to, like, action vibes. Chadwick can go either way. But, like, once we really get that director, I think that's going to tell you where this goes. For sure. And what lane is it going to be Oscar lane or is this going to be action lane? I just can't see this being like an action movie. Or I guess if I, if it would be, it'd be like the Tom Cruise movie. That's what I'm saying. Like some, well, not yeah, like Last Samurai. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, That's because exactly. it's really the the most credible samurai movie we've had in our generation. Yeah, because other than that, if you're talking about the RZA movies, those are more like animes. Like those yeah. are like like low like low budget where it's like high CG and all that type shit. Yeah, and the only other time we've seen katanas is Kill Bill. Oh, well, I mean, you had um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that movie. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give him that. And, and you had uh, you have some good Netflix stuff out there, samurai movies. But, like, they're not in the mainstay. That's what I'm saying, like, in the mainstay. Yeah, no, no. It's either the Tom Cruise, Last Samurai, or Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Or, um, or 13 Assassins. That kind of hit. I didn't see that movie. Oh, that might have just been a Netflix cult thing. Then never mind. But yo, check out 13's Assassins on Netflix. It's great. Cool. Uh, let's go on to the next story. Game of Thrones and Bodyguard star Richard Madden, who is going to join Marvel when he should have been Batman. 
Hey, man, I'm okay with him not being Batman at this point. Uh, so he's gonna he's in talks to join Marvel's The Eternals, the movie that Angelina Jolie and Kumail Nanjani are have also signed on to. Marvel declined to comment on the casting, but it's believed that Madden is going to play Icarus, a member of the human offshoot race known as the Eternals. They say we're going to see Thanos in this, which makes sense. Like, yeah. I feel like this is going to be a prequel because we'll get to see how Thanos came to be because he is uh, half Eternal, I believe. So this is going to be like Game of Thrones in the Marvel's the cosmic universe. So th- this makes sense. And, and now, that, first, now that they're doing and, the casting, maybe this is going to be one of those 2021 movies. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You're right. This is definitely one of those February movies. Yeah. Oh, this could be the July movie. It could be the July movie we were thinking about. Or it yeah. could be the February movie. This is definitely one of the ones you put in February. Because, like, it's a no-name that people don't know. And you give it a shot in those early months. Yeah. I totally forgot about Eternals. But, yeah, good for Richard Madden, man. Such you're not in D.C., but I'm kind of glad you're not Batman. Because I'm pushing for Aaron Taylor Johnson at this point. It's, a, it's also a, a we, interesting thing. Three people that they've got cast so far: Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, and Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, that's a very interesting. Ca- like Angelina Jolie is like the 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 older actress. You got the young suave homie in Richard Madden, and you got the con- the uh, comedic relief in Kumail. Yeah, I think it's. I, well, I don't know too much about the Eternals, but I assume that they might be fitting the criteria. But I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic. It's going to be very interesting to see how these three people come together to make a movie. Yeah. In a Marvel movie at that. About the Eternals in phase four. Like, go ahead, Marvel. Do y'all thing, man. For sure. Because <laughs> this is that, That's wild. Like, you're right. It's like, you have, you have uh, Rob Stark. You have Angelina Jolie. And then Laura Kamel, Croft. Like, Laura yeah. and, like, and Kamel Nanjiani coming in this movie to make a Marvel's Eternals movie. What is this about to look like? Yeah, I'm really interested, and I want to know more about Hercules the Eternals. Is gonna be in this. Hercules. Yeah, the Marvel version of Hercules. Interesting. So we still don't know who that's going to be. Uh, but the last few stories I have here, we find out Chris Evans' new move post Endgame, and it's going to be in this past lives drama Infinite that's going to come out August seventh, twenty twenty. Nice. And um, well, he won't be in any of those Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and Antoine Fuqua is going to direct Infinite, and it's uh, based on Eric Mirakran's novel, the Recarn. Ooh, Oh gosh, Recarnitism. <laughs> oh my gosh. Never Reincarn- mind. It's- Reincarnationist. Reincarnationist, that's what that word is? Yeah, reincarnationist. Okay. Reincarnationist papers, which is centered on the cognomina, a secret society of people who possess total recall of their past lives. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I think it's really it sounds like a really interesting movie. And so Chris Evans is going to play a troubled young man haunted by memories of two past lives and stumbles across a centuries-old secret society. Ooh, I'm uh, look. I'm down for that because that's either gonna be 
super actiony. Or it could go for the like. I, I just doubt that's going. For no, that. I think it's gonna be actiony. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm hyped if it's gonna be actiony. I hope it has like some. I'm thinking like kind of like a, a looper. How do, where do you think it's set in? Like, what's what what age do you think it's set in? Because I think it's kind it, of like the Blade Runner future. Just because it's it's reincarnation. See, I I was going towards Blade Runner future as well, but wouldn't it be dope if they put it in like either present time or even a little bit more in the past, where he sees himself in like ancient, like uh, like what if the civil the secret society stretched that far? But I think you're right. I feel like this is gonna be like a Blade Runner future type, but I I can see it going different different a different route. Yeah. I'm excited. I just, I just think good. like one of the pa- I feel like one of the past lives is gonna be like the our present day. Oh okay okay yeah. yeah that makes sense. Um, but then the other story that I have in here is coming to America. The sequel is gonna take over that original Avatar two spot on December eighteenth, twenty twenty. So what do you think about the coming to America sequel? Oh my, look. It's one of the the original is a classic, but does Eddie Murphy still have it in him to make that movie? I don't know, man. Eddie's old. Like I know you never saw Coming to America, Schubert, and you need to. But if you see that movie and, and you watch that movie to a T, I don't think you're gonna come come on this show and be like, "Wait, what? He's making a sequel that's coming out in when? 2020? Like this sequel really came out in the early 2000s? Like right? Like, I just don't know." And bro, uh, what's his name? Um, Arsenio Hall. Have you seen him? He is old. Like all these people are old. Like, is this gonna be Eddie Murphy's kids? Like, last time I saw Arsenio Hall, it was on The Celebrity Apprentice. Bro, all these dudes are old. Like they were like young. Like Schubert, they were in their twenties and thirties when they made this movie. Like they looked young. Like this movie was a hit. But like I just don't I, I'm not interested. I'm not they I gotta see. Is there a way that they could redo it with younger group? I mean they can't like of course you can like okay, Eddie Murphy's a king of an African nation called Zamunda. In coming to America, he didn't want to get a prearranged marriage to someone. So his his wife King I mean his dad, King Joffrey, sent sent him to America to to soil his royal oats. But lo and behold, Eddie Murphy found his wife who worked in a Harlem restaurant, who worked, uh, who whose dad owned a chain of restaurants in Harlem, and it's about his adventures in America, finding his loved one, and going through African American life in America compared to his African culture. And he he ends up getting his wife. They end up going back to Zamunda, and they get married. So it could be his kids, or like, I, I, where do you go from there? Like, what is this gonna be? That's gotta be the way what it is. It's got to be his kids. And, and I bet you it's going to be his daughter this time instead of his son. It's going to, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested in that movie. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for the news. No, that's all we got. Shout out to yeah. the news this week. A lot, lot to cover. And thank you for everybody who. Uh, Lots of trailers. Who made it through that, mar- that Disney uh, slate. Because that was a lot. That was a lot. If you're still here. But uh, so let's go into the box office as usual. We know it was at number one. So at number five, Ugly Dolls, which has a really interesting cast for a voice acting movie. You know, it's got like a bunch of singers, really, like BB Rexa, uh, <coughs> Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, um, Nick Jonas, like weird, th- strange cast of, of voice actors. Not even voice actors, pretty much singers. So I guess it's a lot of songs. 
Uh, okay. Breakthrough, which is the Christian movie. Nice, nice. Number four. Uh, in the Intruder. Oh, that's that. That's that McQuaid movie with uh, yeah. with Megan Good. Yeah. Where they where they buy that that white dude's house and he's trying to come back in. <laughs> yeah, that's some creepy stuff, man. This is my house. <laughs> Poor old Megan Good. Gotta gotta watch out for creepy McQuaid. <laughs> what's his name what's his first name I just know him as McQuaid. Dennis yeah Dennis it, McQuaid it's not it's not even McQuaid it's just Quaid oh it's Dennis Quaid oh not McQuaid I thought it was McQuaid okay That's we got McQuaid, number two uh, long shot the Seth Rogen movie which oh, nice. is g- good for them because they they expected that they weren't going to beat out Endgame yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for them because that's a good rom com. That's the, I think that's the best rom com of the year so far. And were you, weren't you in the theater when he came up on screen and they he had a message for the Endgame viewers? Yes, that was me. Yeah, in, in my Endgame, uh, he was like, "Y'all come check out uh, uh, Longshot." I know we don't have any of the Chris's or anything like that, but we have Charlize Theron, and it's going to be pretty funny. So I thought that was some pretty good marketing, and I'm glad they're doing well. I, I don't, I want to see it. I just don't know if I'm gonna run to the theater to see it. No, no, I'm with you. I'm uh, I, like I have me and my girl. We're supposed to. I said last week we were gonna go watch it. We didn't go yet. Probably didn't go this week. So I'll let you guys know what it's like after this next for next week's episode. Word. All right, but, but uh, and number one yes. is in game. Oh, and it made two billion. Broke it. Yeah, it's just it's passed, passed Titanic. Uh, Titanic. Titanic. Uh, do you think it can make it to? Avatar? Yeah. I think it can. No, 100. Bro, give Endgame until next month. Just get... Like, Schubert, it's making... It made 12 million, like, the other day. I mean, I think I'm tapped out on it, man. I don't know if I want to go out there and watch it for three hours again. Oh, no, I'm not going again. One of my friends was like, yo, you want to come watch it with me? I was like, bro, I'm not dedicating three hours of my life to that again. I'm sorry. Like, you go enjoy yourself, but, like, I'm not going to watch it again. Did you see where Clay Thompson walked out of it? Yo, Clay Thompson's a fool. (laughs) Clay Thompson is a clown. Yeah. He probably never watched any of the others. He was probably just like, oh, yeah, let me go watch that. See what's up. Yeah, that's why I understand why he thought the first two hours would have been boring then, because he wouldn't have known what's going on. Yeah, no, Clay Thompson's a clown for doing that. But it's time for Movie on the Rise. And, yes, the the jingle is almost made. What we got, Shuby? Well, I wasn't going to say Detective Pikachu because I already saw it and we're going to talk about it. So on Monday, The Bachelorette starts. Ooh, okay, okay. So, so, who's the new ba- – Who is it someone I know or is it like just a uh, – Hannah B is The Bachelorette. And she are you was, excited about that? No. And um, she she's from Alabama. She's from Tuscaloosa. She says Roll Tide all the time. Mm. Uh, she was just super annoying on The Bachelor. In my opinion, I mean, a lot of people loved her, uh, but she had she had <coughs> sorry, probably the most good. awkward, probably the most awkward date I've ever seen on that show. Interesting. Right, strike that. I mean, Colton had some pretty awkward dates, but that but she did have a seriously awkward date, and that was, it was cringeworthy, and I couldn't believe that he kept her. They should have good producers. Yeah, I just feel like she may have just really got it in with the producers, and they must have really liked her, and that's why I think she's there. But we'll see how it goes, and I'm definitely taking notes because it should be me in the next one or two years. Uh, you're making that push, huh? 
Yeah, making the push. And I, and for people who don't, who are like, oh, I'm not, I'm gonna watch The Bachelor. Watch the first episode at least because that's the funny one. Man, stupid. That, I don't. I think I came unprepared because I don't know what I'm gonna pick. There's like nothing out right now. Yeah, there really isn't. That's why. That's why I chose The Bachelor. Yo, there's like nothing out right now. Like I could tell you to check out the new episodes of Bob's Burgers that comes on Hulu every Sunday. Because uh, what? Yeah, there's new episodes on. Yeah, wait. Yeah, there's new episodes of Bob's Burgers out right now on Hulu. From what? <laughs> yeah, like the, it's, it premieres on Fox on Sunday every every Sunday, and then like the episodes come on Hulu. So there's like a whole new season out right now. So Bob's Burgers fans, I just did you a favor. You did me a favor, that's for sure. Well, there we go. That's my movie on the rise. The new season of Bob's Bees. But anyway, let's go ahead and move into these discussions that we need to go into. We got Doom Patrol, Game of Thrones, Detective Pikachu, uh, where I'll give a little short rundown on that. And then we both saw the Ted Bundy movie, Extremely extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, Vile. Which one are we going first? You just you want to run. Uh, let me just Detective let me run through Detective Pikachu first, since you didn't see it. Uh, really great movie, I thought. It told uh, it, it wasn't your typical trainer story, and it does give you a little insight of what it would have been like to be a Pokemon trainer in the first few minutes of the movie, and it's kind of lame, honestly. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad that they didn't do that. I'm kind of happy with the with the way the story turned out. I think it's a good representation of the IP. Uh, I feel like um, they did the Pokemon well. Sure, maybe they don't all look perfect, but it, you know, it's the same thing that I argue with Sonic, is you have to make a cartoon look real. Yeah. So, like, you gotta do what you gotta do, and, like, you gotta remember, Psyduck's a bird, he's got feathers. Pikachu's a mouse, he's got fur. Like, just because something's, you know, got, you know, it's not as slick and clean as the cartoon doesn't mean, I mean, that's what it's got to look like to be realistic. So, you know, I didn't have any problem with any, how anyone really looked. I even thought the Bulbasaurs looked good. The Squirtles kind of had oh, some nice. weird smiles. That was the thing about was that. this Was the story itself though? Was it, was it cringy? Was it, was it solid? Like I heard people say it's best video game movie of all time. I thought the story was pretty solid. I think the love, side of it they kind of pushed a little love story that i thought really didn't work for me oh it wasn't necessary i felt like i just felt like it was a little forced i was just like okay well i don't know it, it might it, it wasn't bad but it wasn't like anakin padme stuff it was they like their lines weren't bad it was just kind of like not really par- part of the whole point like they yeah that didn't seem like justice's mission no it wasn't his mission it just kind of seemed like a side thing and it they could have easily just been friends. Okay, okay. How did how did our guy Justice do? Uh, I like Justice, so I mean, I feel like he did a good job. How'd Ryan I don't know do? If he's gonna be getting movies from this, getting a lot of movies, but you know, I think he did a good job. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say too much about uh, the Something about happens. that because there is something. Or I guess what I can't I could spoil it here, huh? This is my show. Yeah, I yeah, I don't care. Go ahead. But um, yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, you actually see him because he is uh, the dad. Oh, he's Justice's dad. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So he's in the movie and he's Pikachu. Yeah. 
or is he uh, talking without, without giving away the entirety of wait 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 is he talk is he talking through wait 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 ah if I'm about to ask a question if this is the case I probably will go watch this movie is Ryan Reynolds somehow controlling that Pikachu to talk through it no okay cool cool all right well then all right at least it's not that I'll still go see this movie does 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 Danny DeVito make a cameo somehow some way. No, I did not see Danny DeVito. His voice, nothing. I don't think so. Damn, they should have let him do do something. Cause why? He, cause he had like a dub of Pikachu that was on the internet that went viral. That kind of like got this movie some like some traction to be made. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. No, but no, I think Ryan Reynolds did a good job. It was pretty much Deadpool Pikachu, totally. G version. And um, yeah, I thought I thought the. It was the what's good about Warner Brothers, and I'll say, is that they would they do something that's comedic and they don't hit you in the head with it. Uh, okay. Like they're they're, I thought there were smart comedic moments. Uh, I didn't think there were a lot of like it. It wasn't laugh track. Like that's my biggest argument with Marvel is that there were times in that Endgame movie where you there was a big laugh, and the movie paused to wait on the big laugh. And I was like, no, I was like, oh my gosh, did you guys really just pause for the laugh? <laughs> That's what I was saying. They made 22 movies. They were like, we're going to strut our stuff. Yeah. So, hey, so, can't blame them. But yeah, I really enjoyed what you rate it? Pikachu. Through, I tell people. Uh, one, one through 10, what'd you rate it? Uh, one through 10, I'd give it um, a 7.5. All right. Yeah, that's worth me seeing. All right. I'm, I'm going to definitely check it out. Shout that's out a PG check- movie, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll probably, probably check it out. So where are we going here? Where are we going from here? We're going Doom Patrol, we're going Ted Bundy. Let's do the the movies. All right, let's do Ted let's Bundy. Do Ted Bundy. Did you like it? I did. I, oh, me and my girlfriend were, were kind of talking and I, don't call us sadistic, but I would have much rather seen him just kill people and like learn about it. Like I felt like I was watching like the the the, the trial. Like I was like, man, what, what is the point of this? You were pretty much watching it from the perspective of, of his girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I thought it was. Movie. I just thought it was a very interesting way to tell the story, uh, and kind of get. See, I'm interested in the whole psyche thing, which is why I'm fascinated by OJ. And I would have loved to have seen <coughs> movies about OJ's deal and perspective like this. But see, where, okay, so, I so think this could... because because it's it's how it's you you have to kind of suspend your beliefs with Ted Bundy and kind of be where she's at. And there are times where the movie makes you think it's like, oh man, did he did he do that? But no, like, maybe, I'm with you. maybe he didn't. But see, no, I, I agree. I, I I just think you could have done that as well as. Showing him kill these people because I think it. I just think it would have been a good contrast because I, I don't they know. They showed just, a little bit, and I think they could have done a little bit more. Like I, I think they should have showed us his evilness by showing him do the evil deeds. Because if he doesn't do anything, then all this suave, sweet talking doesn't really like. Yeah, it's dope to see like his his psyche and and, and how he gets this woman to believe this. But it's like I gotta see how real. Like if he's really that evil. I didn't see him doing the evil shit and then convince this woman that, like, yo, I didn't do this. That's my yeah. only thing. I feel like it's really hard also to, like, let's say for the Kayo murders or whatever. Like, I feel like with all the people that were involved in that and I, I don't know if, like, 
They could have. It that. was a pretty gruesome deal. I don't know if you could, like since it's real people. I don't know if you could just reenact those things, you know. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. But I, I'm like I said, I'm really into the whole psyche of the deal. So seeing someone be as convincing as he was in this plotting and and how his mind was sort of working in the whole moment of him just like for the whole time saying, "Oh, it wasn't me. I don't know what this is. I it must have." He went down it with must the be a lie. mistake. Like that's one person that went down with his lie. Oh, I mean, he told some people at the end. No, nah, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about just like with with Lily with Lily, uh, Lily Collins or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. He went down with his lie with that woman. Yeah, and, and, and you know who I thought was dumb? Who? Like, what's that girl's name from uh, the Hunger Games? Who was supposed to be Barbara Girl Gordon in uh, BVS? What, what's that girl's what? name? You're talking about the girl from Maze Runner. Who looks? Who was dressed like a? Uh, who was dressed like I Tanya Mama? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the girl who played. You're talking about Carol Ann, who is. Yes. Who was fucking Bundy by the vending machine? What a dummy! <laughs> yeah, dude. That, that yeah, that lady is crazy. That's the one that had Tim Bundy's baby. Yeah, what a yeah. dummy! <laughs> that, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, she was. She was she wild came, when she came into the thing and then Lily Collins. I was like, nah, this is my man. And then she came back and she was like, I told you I came to Colorado for you, Ted. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's so creepy. <laughs> like, y'all are made for each other. <laughs> Zach killed it. Yo, you know who else killed it? John Malkovich is the judge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he I did. And, I mean, that judge was snarky, man, in real life. Like, I love how they, in the end, they show you, like, some of the real videos. Like, the scene with, um, Zach Efron kind of berating the district attorney. Yeah. Like, that's real, man. Like, Ted Bunny actually did that shit. And, like, just all the stuff that he said in the courtroom, that's like real Ted Bundy. Like, I mean, that's just what's so crazy to me is that this dude actually, like, said this, like, said these it. things and believed these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. Like I didn't think it was bad. I just, I just well, and it's a, and it's nice and short, which is good too. So I mean, if you're w looking for something to watch on Netflix, like it's definitely worth checking out. But I mean, I'm yeah, not gonna I go, check it go out. out and, like if I guess what we we want to rate this here, I would rate it at like a five seven out of ten, maybe a six. Yeah, I was gonna give it like a six. Damn, Detective Pikachu got a higher rating than the Ted Bundy movie. Crazy. Oh uh, yeah. What time? Crazy times we live in. Crazy times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, no, I'm giving Ted Bundy definitely a six. Like it's like I, I if I if you're at your house and you don't have nothing to do, there's no playoff basketball on, there's nothing on. Yeah, give Ted Bundy a spin, but just know it's not what you think. Yeah, you're not gonna get serial killer. No, you're not gonna get mystery. No, none of. But I didn't yeah. want gore. Like I didn't want gory. I just wanted like a crime thriller. Yeah, you wanted to know more about what those detectives were doing. Yeah, like you should be yeah. know me, man. I wanted like give me some insight into the other side of it. Like then when you give me the trial, it means so much more. I don't know. I just I just expected more. That's all. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe maybe it's because the the documentary homie directed this movie and he. He was he was trying to show a different angle because he, yeah. he showed because he showed the angle I wanted in the documentary. Yeah, exactly. He wanted to <laughs> kind of give you the idea of how this guy actually was. Yeah. Tried to, tried to see if we can get Zac Efron to Kanye and to think he didn't do it. 
I understand why Zach dyed his hair blonde is is, is living, going through a different phase in his life right now because he had to clear those Ted Bundy lives. I don't blame him. For sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Are we, it's time to Doom Patrol it up? We haven't talked yeah, about let's Doom. Yeah, let's Doom Patrol it. We haven't talked about DP in a while. Uh, so are we talking about, yeah, you saw the Hair Patrol one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was whatever. Now we see a little bit of Niles' past, and then the, the shout-out to, uh, um, what's that, Rita for throwing the tracker on uh, Beard Man. Truth. Yeah, shout-out to, but that was solid. I got to look into Niles' past. I don't really want to talk too much about that. The next one is uh, you see where we get more into Larry's of, past. Yeah, we see we see him, and, his, and he kind of gets his story resolved. Yeah, I was I was I was happy for Larry. He got to tell uh, John he loved him, and and they got to have their final moments before John died. John told them to move on, and I think now Larry and the negative spirit are in, in a good spot. Yeah, and it seems like it carries over in the next episode too. But going continuing on with that episode, we got. Uh, what was what were Cyborg and Jane up to in that episode? Like Cyborg's going through a lot of junk. Yeah, after the reset, after he got the reset button. Talos wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trying to find flexing Talos wife. I forgot uh, why though. Yeah, I forgot why too. It oh no, 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 no! It's 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 to learn more about Niles because of Danny the Street, the message he gave. Yeah, yeah, um, and then and, Rita and Cliff are. Looking for Cliff's daughter, yeah, or they uh, found her, or whatever. They just, you know, they, just got to work out. They find out Bump- Did you like all that stuff with Cliff and his daughter? No, I thought that was the worst part. I was, I was more <laughs> focusing on Larry stuff. I thought that was the best part of that episode. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Matt Bomber did a great job, and then that just leads into Cyborg at the end of that episode getting captured by the Bureau of Normalcy. <laughs> Crazy. I was I, I, when I that happened. That, I was like, "Uh oh." I didn't realize that that organization was such a big thing in the DC. I feel like this is only a Doom Patrol thing because I've never heard of these people before. Well, I mean, I was surprised that they were so bold, and they did address it later in the episode. They're like, "Yeah, so like, are we really just capturing like well-known superheroes now?" Yeah, like what? And they were like, "Fuck it, we're just we're doing it. We're going there." But well, uh, no, it did kind of seem like a scheme. Yeah, no, it definitely did, and, and it comes to find out that it is inside World Patrol. But what did I want to say about uh? There was something I want to say about this episode with with all that. God dang it, I, I just forgot. But was that to do with like Cliff or anything like that or Rita? Oh no 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 no! It had to do with the chief, bro. How old is the chief? Oh, he's have, like ancient. Like how? I, what what allows him to be that age? I think it has to do something with uh, what he found out with the lady he was with. with the, uh, okay, with his companion? Yeah, yeah. Because obviously found, she's lived for generations. Do you think he's found a Lazarus pit? I don't think he's got a Lazarus pit. I think, like, the way... I think he's maybe got more than we know. Uh, okay, you think he's like has he, powers? Yeah. All right, all right. I was just conf- I was just wondering, like... Dang, how the chief was alive in 1913, but now he's alive in 2019. It looks the same. And looks the same. Yeah, it looks the exact same. Like, I know Timothy Dalton's a good-looking man, but, like, come on, my guy. He should have aged. Right? So, yeah, <laughs> but, there's, there's something. So then what, what we got? Cyborg Patrol? That's the most recent? Yes. Lead us through it, brother. What'd you think of that episode? Did you, did you, did you dig it? 
seeing seeing the, the the guys team up with Silas Stone and to break back into the Bureau of Normalcy. I love Cyborg. the Star Wars reference. Oh yeah, they did make a Star Wars reference. Yeah, where like their idea to break into the thing was to dress up as the guards and bring Cliff in as like a prisoner, and he was like. And he tried to do like a chewy roar, and he was looking around. I was like, "What? Have none of you seen Star Wars?" Star Wars, was, yeah. I thought that was great. And they didn't they hide Rita in his stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rita, that's that's slimy woman. But, but she 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 she's been coming into her own, man. But well, yeah, she's been coming in clutch. But poor Vic, bro. Vic went through the ringer in this one. Yeah, he really did. I mean, it, was, it really isn't too much to say about much of the other characters. It really was pretty centered on Cyborg. Because we've been seeing for the, for the few episodes now that he's been having troubles with his processors. And uh, they when they were looking at him, they were like, they couldn't really see anything wrong with him. And so, like, there were, there were clues. And so you had to, once you figure out the twist at the end, like, the clues all come together. And you're like, man, like, what's going on with him? And, they, you know, he's having panic attacks in the room and... Uh, that other person in the other room hears the thing, that's another clue. Where, like, that person shouldn't be able to hear it, but obviously he did, so, like, that was, you know, an outside entity. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, having to see his mother's thing over and over again, that kind of made me think, like, is the is the processor, like, messing with him, or, like, is... Mr. Nobody involved. That was like the first thing that made me start thinking that Mr. Nobody might be involved. Uh, and then, like, I was kind of convinced that that might be the case too when it got to the main part where uh, his dad confronts him. Yeah, and then boom, and then they get in that argument, and then he acts him, and then Mr. Nobody comes out, and it's like, boom, I, I was doing this to you. You killed your pops. And it's just like, damn, Sabu killed his dad? Yeah, like he he made Mr. Nobody made him, or that he put another video in his in his head where Silas said that he didn't really care if this was gonna hurt Vic or not, and that ended up being all fake. Yeah, and I thought that was crazy. That was, you know, it was just the biggest villainous moment of the whole show, in my opinion. So for yeah, him, that was like Mr. First. Nobody. That was like, like that was the first time I saw Mr. Nobody. I was like, man, this dude is a bad, bad dude. He's a bad guy, and like, it's gonna be crazy to see how Vic overcomes this because, like, every time we've normally seen Vic in the comics and in in media, his dad has been alive, and like, yeah, his, his dad has been his connection to humanity. And now that his dad's gone, like, does Vic? It does to Vic his hands. Feel, yeah, and like, will Vic still feel human at the end of the day? Is there gonna oh, be no. some, some some trauma he's gonna have to deal with? I mean, it's really hard to think like how he comes back from that. Because he did it, but I mean, like you could, it, it could just be at like Mister Nobody brainwashed him, so he's still a hero, you know. Yeah, yeah, but he, he killed his dad. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for him emotionally. That's, that's a hard thing. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to come back as like a human and like as a person. But I'm just saying, like, it doesn't revoke his hero card. Yeah, now we have a whole bunch of butts out on the loose, too. Yeah. <laughs> Doom Patrol does not avoid the weird and freaky at any point. No, definitely not. I, would you, I can believe would that. You, would you rate these last couple episodes? Uh, I thought the Hair Patrol one was kind of bland. Yeah, I'd give that one uh, a, a the, six or seven. The, 
the other one, I think it's called Francis Patrol. Yeah, it is Francis Patrol. And uh, I'd give that one kind of a middle-of-the-road score because I did really like the Larry Trainer stuff, but I wasn't really interested in a lot of the other stuff. The Cliff Bundy stuff? Yeah, and but I mean, I did kind of like what was going on with Cyborg, and especially at the very end. Uh, but for Cyborg Patrol, I'd give it a high marks. I think that was one of the better episodes of the oh, show. Yeah. So, Cyborg Patrol might get a 9, 10-ish for me. Francis Patrol gets like a 7, 8, and Hair Patrol gets like 6, 7. Ooh, I'd put it even lower than that. I didn't <laughs> like that episode at all. <laughs> no, nah, it was bad, man, because we, when we reviewed... The uh the underground episode, you were like, I pray to God the next episode is not Cyborg and with Rita were doing live violence in the underground and lo and behold, it was that. <laughs> like one hundred percent. I was like, Oh my gosh, they totally set it up for this and I just don't care. <laughs> but at least it told the Chiefs backstory a little bit. So that was that, probably the best part of it and it was still kind of whatever. Cause I because we still don't really know what that all represents oh, and why we and why we were even shown that and why we care about who that girl is yeah and what does it mean to mr nobody like we we don't know any of this like at all so but not that many episodes of doom patrol left and we meet flex mentality this week i'm excited for that yeah i think there's like two or three more yeah so it's almost over can't wait to yeah. see how it ends for the season shuby let's get into it oh Game man, man, don't lose your head. I'm not. I was. Look, I got John. But, um, is just, he's a dummy. He is a dummy. Like, why would would you tell Santa and Arya that you're that you're Aegon? I, I may have told Arya. I, yeah, I wasn't telling Sansa that. And then Sansa, that snitch, told told Tyrion right told, away. Who told Varys? And now it's out. So there, there were some great memes about Sansa, like tell tell her one thing and five minutes later, like just there was a whole bunch of memes with uh, the, that's been the thing about this season of Game of Thrones. I think like the Monday memes have been just as good as the episodes, if not better, if not better. Like but the yeah. Star, like the Starbucks cup shit this episode. Oh my god, the Starbucks <laughs> cup, dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> I cannot believe that. People think it's Sansa because they saw her on set with a Starbucks cup. <laughs> Dude, what if that was just Maisie and uh, Sophie Turner just being like, let's just put the Starbucks cup in the shot and see if like anybody notices. <laughs> I can totally see them doing that too, because especially with them being on their media tours right now, kind of just being talking clowns. about, ta- yeah, being clowns and talking about how they are clowns and that's what they do. And so, like, I would not be surprised if they had planned that out. That shit's crazy. But in terms of the episode, would you think? Do you think they're trying to make Danny the Mad Queen? Yeah. Do you think that's uh, done? Yeah. Well, I think that she still has a chance for redemption, but I think that Sansa's not going to give her any choice. Mm. Yeah, Sansa seems like she's trying to put John on that throne bad. I mean, Sansa seems like she has learned. Everything she knows from Cersei and Littlefinger and it shows. I mean, and Marjorie. And Marjorie too. Can't you can't count out the Ty- whole, the Tyrell influence? A whole bunch of conniving people, man. 
It really is, man. But I'm excited also, good, good uh, positive note, excited to see Ari and the Hound back on Adventures. That's right. Yeah, they're they're bo- both of them aren't coming back to Winterfell, which is interesting. What does do that think, mean? Like, is Arya going to die? I don't know. Or do you think she's just going to go around being uh, different faces at this point? Well, she's definitely not going to be the Lady of Storm. Storm oh, yeah! G- Gendry's ass! Gendry popped the question, and Arya was like, Child, look. No, no. <laughs> like, I love you're- you. You're great. I love you. And like I'll roll into town. I'll roll into town every once in a while, maybe. Anytime, but, anytime like, I'm trying to get laid, like yeah. I'll, I'll holler. But like as for settling down, ooh, I'm gonna have to take a rain check. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a Randy Jackson meme with it was Gendry getting down on one knee, and then it just showed Arya's face, and the next one was Randy Jackson. It was just ooh, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, the memes. And then my Tormund meme, how they got poor Tormund as Drake on Take Care because Brienne's oh been piped by yeah. Jamie. <laughs> and then Brienne I, in this episode, she got left in the bed learning men ain't shit. Oh, man, like, we got we to gotta slow it down a little bit because, like, that's all some really great stuff. Like, the Tormund stuff was, was good. And, like, uh, and then there's a really important conversation with the Hound and Sansa. Oh yeah, yeah. Where the where the sounds is like I'm not a little bird anymore. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking. Like she's got a bigger role in all of this, where she's just like you think she's going for the throne? some strings. Yeah, she might be, man. Because I like if if John and Daenerys just kill each other, then she wins. Well, then it's Gendry's. I'm going with you. Then it's Gendry's. <laughs> and he's Maybe Gendry, he's Gendry Baratheon now. I don't know. I think Sansa's got to do something really spectacular if she wants the throne, like maybe killing Cersei or something. And Sansa's not about to do that. No, nah, she's about to, to stay in Winterfell. Is, yeah, the person that's about to kill Cersei is uh is Argar Arya. Mm. Or Jamie. Or Jamie. I'm still of belief that Arya is gonna take Jamie's face. What did you think about face. the scene with Bronn and Tyrion and? Um, I thought Bronn came a little came on a little strong. Like I, I, I thought Brown was like, like I thought my guy Tyrion could have sweet talked him into like just going along with them, and he does go along with them. He's like, after it's over, I'll come see you guys. But like, I just was like, man, you're being a little vicious. You're not gonna go help him fight. That, that just felt very unbrownish. But maybe he's sick I know. Of I thought shit. it. I thought it did. You thought he was I mean, sick of their shit. Probably so. I mean, like every time they promise him something, like they, he never really gets it, or like the or by when he does get it, like all of a sudden they're pulling him away to do something else. Yeah. So I can. So, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I can understand where he's coming from. But hey, man, he's gonna get the high garden. Yeah, and, and, and Jamie was like, "High garden? What?" Tyrion's like, "Shut up, bro. We gotta give him it. Like, let it go." But yo, the high, that's big. That's big time. Better than River Run. Yeah, that is way better than River Run shit. Shout out to Bron. But do you think he's going to get it? Uh, Bron? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to get it. Yeah, he probably So you, you, you know that he and um the actor who played him and the actress who played Cersei were married? Yeah, they aren't they exes now? Yeah, they're exes, and that's why they've never been on screen together. together. And that's why oh. when um he got the mission from Cersei, they had to bring in the hand to do it because like they won't be on screen together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because they got beef. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Yeah. Uh, but going back to some of the stuff with the episode, let's let's jump into Brian. Uh, we had the drinking game early on, and I saw some people giving some, like, do saying some stuff on Twitter about how like how can Tyrion like come at come at her with the virgin question. I'm like, have you never played Captain Dickhead or? Oh yeah, ne- like um, like that shit drunk, happens. Playing drunk like, questions. Yeah, drinking games bring out those kinds of questions all the time. And if you're saying that you've never had a question like that asked in one of your drinking game sessions, then you're lying. So don't yeah, get, no. so get off your high horse, just people. Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. I just thought it was funny that that Jamie laid was like, she ain't looking for you, Torment. Like, just just get out of here, partner. He straight up, yeah. he straight up put. And I, and I felt like that was very untormented of him to be like, "Yo, I'm gonna just step aside." And Podrick was just looking the whole time while he was pulling two two women at once. Shout out to Pod. Yeah. Podrick's Pod man. It, Pod was piping it down in that episode. And no, I feel like with Tormund, it was kind of a a good thing for his character to not be so possessive because to be so racy. Yeah, because like that's the kind of the great thing about his character throughout the show is that he's been the only person that kind of sees everything, sees everyone for who they are. Like, doesn't really yeah. care about like if you're a woman or if you're not royalty. Like, he just kind of sees everyone for who they are and calls them on who they are. Like, you know, he's not he's not afraid <coughs> to step up to someone who has lots of power and just say whatever he think feels. Like, that's the kind of the guy he is. You know, so I feel like it would have been kind of against his character to him for him to just feel like that he dominant is that he possesses Brienne, you know. Feel like yeah, he's more is more looking for some he, he's more looking for reciprocation there instead of like up, getting what he wants. He straight up was Drake on the Take Care album, bro. He's just, he was straight sad boy. Like uh, what's Marvin's room? Oh man. You t- us whatever whatever he's drunk <laughs> Drunk in his own room, like that was Tormund, bro. Straight up, just sad boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then Brienne got straight so up. So we then we have that sex scene or whatever with Brienne, and uh, so she and Ben Jamie slept together. I feel like it was one of those classics. It got really drunk, maybe Bend shouldn't have down. slept together, and then Jamie's like, "Oh man, uh, I, I shouldn't have cheated. I, I shouldn't go. have cheated on my sister. I need to go back." <laughs> Nothing will pull me from Cersei. Do you know how bad I am, Brienne? I love. I pushed a child off of a mountain. I pushed a child off of a <laughs> for Cersei. I love my sister. <laughs> you don't know my sister's love. Yeah, I actually, I actually really enjoyed that whole arc in that episode. I would thought that was like the perfect. I, just I, I, thought, I, I thought that was a really great way. Yeah, I mean, you feel bad for Brienne, but I mean, like that's just the kind of scummy stuff that. You would expect Jamie Lannister to do, and for drunk hookups. But also, I don't know if that's real emotion. Like, I feel like he might have just been saying that to like hurt her. But in reality, I don't think he's going back to get with Cersei. He could just be going to like help or end it, or end or kill her. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, I f- like, I, like I don't know if that was like actually like, oh yeah, I'm going back to bang my sister and be with her. Like, I'm pretty sure he man. knows about the pregnancy, right? Yeah, he does. And so I don't know. He knows it's him too, huh? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, Cause I don't I, know. Because shout out to Ban, shout out to our guy Eddie Bansky Gonzalez, because he said this, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm taking this turn and, and saying this on the pod." But shout out to Euron uh, Larry Sue, because he everybody's trying to call people Mary Sues. Euron's a straight Larry Sue for what he did at the end of that that episode. 
in in your uncle. He's he's the baby daddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a Larry Sue, bro. You know how people call Ray and and, and Arya Mary Sue's. Euron's a Larry Sue. You got to start calling people Larry Sue's if there's Mary Sue's. But he's I don't definitely, get it. Because he killed those dragons. He should not have killed that dragon. What does that make him a Larry Sue? What makes what makes Euron capable of killing dragons? Like what what, what like this pirate? The, it wasn't this. Or, this random Greyjoy pirate can just come out and start shooting this big, this old time crossbow and have the aim of a. Of that a, was a the pie? weapon that they made to kill dragons. Is he? he he's That's the been user. Set up. He's the user. He can just that, do it. It's a gun. Anyone can use it. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if Euron's the slayer of dragons now. So that why not? Your, you're on Slay of Dragons, Greyjoy. Well, he slayed one. He slayed one dragon. Well, he I mean, already hurt. Uh, well, that uh, shoot, but you know, in the Game of Thrones world, that's big. He could go. He can go be a, a mercenary now <laughs> and get well, big die. bucks. He's gonna die right, in the so. next episode, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was making a joke, calling him a Larry Sue. Yeah, I don't know, man. I thought that was a really awesome scene. I didn't know that it. was. I didn't expect. Like, I was like, all right, this episode is real slow. It's about to end, and then boom, those dragons come around the corner, and then bow. But yeah, I was, I was thinking, see- I was thinking, I was like, okay, I guess we're just gonna set up like where we're at for the next one. Yeah, and just it's call it a night. But like, my thing is, how didn't she see? Well, she's on the ocean, right? How didn't she see that those boats there? Well, how like, did they not expect that there'd be a fleet outside of King's Landing? But nah, but nah, but nah, but nah. Check, check. She's in the air. When you're in an airplane, you can see above certain things when you get to a certain height. How did she not see those boats above the mountains and stuff? Because it's a TV day? show. Well, I'm just saying that just didn't make sense to me. That's all. Loopholes. That's all. Loopholes. Why did she listen to John's plan of, of, of uh, starving the people out? Instead of just going there head on, I don't know. It's because she wants the power, man. She's not gonna wait on it, and I feel like she especially feels threatened with this whole John thing because they could just let de- decrease what she has now. And she, I think she's m- more afraid that if she gives people more time to think about it, they're gonna change their mind. That too, but can you blame her because everybody she trusted and everybody she came up with is dead now? Yeah. Pretty much. Minus, minus Grey Worm. And the people that she's supposed to trust have their hands in other pots. Yo, Varys, what a conniver. Oh, he's always been a conniver. <laughs> but, Are you surprised? Uh, no, I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised CT was like, yo, I'm siding with John. Yeah, he's like, it would be nice if, um, you know, maybe Daenerys could go away. Yo, you think Tyrion's going to side with John? Uh, no, I think he's going to stick with Daenerys until she does something crazy. But I think she's about to do some crazy stuff, so we'll she see. She's about to burn, uh, yeah, because of what she's about happened. to kill everybody. I'm but so I mean, happy. Like, but, I, but I did like the, that they at least did that approach, because if if there are logical people in there, like, they gave you a chance, and now they're going to come in there and burn you up with dragons, because, like, you know, you didn't give up, so. Yeah, you should have listened. And then you killed one of her best friends. I'm so happy it happened. Shuby, we called. That's why it I for, said, "Don't lose your head." It, we we were we were talking about it should have happened in the Battle of Winterfell, which we should have. We should have lost Brienne. We should have lost Torm. We should have lost a bunch of other people. And Grey Worm, Masa- Grey Worm in Masande. And did we lose? The internet was upset about losing Masande, but I was just like, 
Come on, fam. She well, I mean, it's, up, it's it's upsetting to lose <laughs> all the characters, but I mean, like, yeah, she had to go. It's time for her to go, bro. She, she gives, had sex. She has a lover. It gives Grey Worm something to do with his with his life for the rest of this show. Like, it's time. Dracarys, baby. Burn it down. Burn it down. But, but my question is, who's going to do Danny's braids now in the morning? Because she doesn't have the, the her black girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she needs to make friends with Sansa, man. At least Sansa would know. Danny's braids are going to be looking trash now. <laughs> She's just going to give up on it. She's just going to be wearing her hair down, just looking mad. The mad queen look. Oh! Here we go. It's happening. She lost my Sunday and it's over. <laughs> She's about to burn you, you efforts down. For sure. But I mean, Yo, you know, they're, you know, they're about to have. If they got like those dragon killer guns on what like seven or eight ships, then you know they had I think they all... had it on more. No like, way, right. they we remember when they were lined up when they were about to slice off Masande's head when they had all the archers on the thing. They had two of them, they had like three of them set up like on the stone statues. That's what I'm saying. Like, how the heck is she gonna think is she thinking about doing this? Like she's not gonna be able to use the dragon until she like takes out those guns. Yeah, they're gonna have to take out those guns. It's we're, almost we're like a what do you think John's gonna do in this battle? You think he's about to ball out? Like I expect so much from Jon Snow, but I just don't know what he does now that the Night King battle's over. Like he's about to fight humans. Yeah, that's why I'm so d- disappointed that like he didn't have more to do in the Night King stuff because like that was really his plot. His that was his moment. That was like, his time he, to shine. Like what did he get brought back to life for? Yeah. To be the king? Like, like, I. I guess because I mean that because like that, I don't think that's something that everyone's talking about. Like if Jon Snow wasn't brought back to life to kill the Night King, what was he brought back to life for? Wait, why? Why was he? Ooh, that's a good point, Shuby. I I guess because he's not a Zora's eye. It's 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 uh well that I mean we still don't know if he is, but uh, of all intents and purposes, he, he not, uh, Arya was brought here to to kill the Night King. She was a Zora's eye. So why was why was Jon Snow brought back to life? Like why was he able to come back? Like he is supposed to serve some kind of purpose. Maybe his purpose is to rule the realm. Maybe it is to rule the to rule the realm. Shit. Ooh. Damn. How you think How you think the internet's gonna feel if they kill Danny? They gonna be hating? Oh well, it depends on how and how and why. Oh, like okay. If, okay. If there's a purpose to killing her, then I think she's gotta go. <laughs> There's a purpose in killing her. What well, yeah, I mean, no if pur- she's just like, if she just goes crazy and just is like, yeah, like, dragon eat Tyrion because like he's not, he he still has sympathy for his brother, but I want to kill him. Oh, so well, even you, both. Oh, you're saying if they go, mad, if she goes mad queen on him, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, him. but no, but what if it's just we want John in charge and not you, bitch. Um. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she still go crazy and eat everyone, and then John <laughs> would have to kill her. You think John's gonna kill her? What if it's what, uh, uh, okay? Who the the Green Eye watches? The, everybody's wondering who Arya's gonna kill next. Does Arya kill Cersei or does Arya kill Danny? I think Danny has blue eyes. Danny has blue eyes. I thought she had green I don't eyes. Know. Does she have green eyes? Yeah, I thought she had green eyes. Shit, man. Maybe she kills Danny. That'd be interesting. She does it for John. And John, she's like, they like, yeah. Then John rules the realm. I'd be down. That'd be that'd be wild. There's yeah. I mean, think, there's only two episodes left, man. It's crazy. Do you think Tyrion goes into like hardcore chess mode now that like 
he saw his sister like trying to mess things up. Do you think he's back in his back in his mojo? Well, I think t- the time for chess is over. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a battle episode, right? No, 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 100%. But I, I saw someone post a theory of like him going to the Iron Banks and being like, my sister don't have no money. She don't have no alliances. This showing them the hardcore facts because Cersei doesn't. And then what if they pull their troops? I think it's too late for that. You think it's too late for all that? It's, it's wartime now. They don't have enough time like, to do all that. Talk talk about I don't believe it. Like, how is he gonna get to the bank? <laughs> and then and then get a message back from the bank being like, oh hey, middle of battle. Okay, guys, yeah, there's no money for you anymore. Oh, okay, well, we're just going to stop in the middle of this battle and get back on a ship and go back to the bank. Like, how is that, that going to happen? Fast travel. <laughs> you ever played Skyrim? Fast travel, man. You get those notes in there, out there, real fast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, you can we maybe give him a dragon ride. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But yeah, I guess you're right. Like, how how do we end the show? I don't know if I don't know if people are gonna be happy with the ending. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of open ended things Stuff. where we where we yeah. should have had it all tied up. Where like, I know it's so cliche, but you know everyone kind of wants out of the finale episode. You kind of see all the storylines at least get tied up for the most part. I hope that's what the last episode is, because it seems like this episode is gonna be the big battle, episode five. Episode six is going to be the closure of that battle, or whatever, or the the remainder, and then episode seven should be the tie-up episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where I'm at with Game of Thrones. But any I mean, predictions? After, predictions Winterfell, for Winterfell kind of took it out of me. Like Winterfell kind of left me feeling like, yeah, I'm hype, I'm hype, and then it whatever happened was I was like. Oh, all right, this is cool, and I, I just don't know where the story goes from here. So, like, I'm kind of lost with predictions at this point. Yeah, like, I, feel, I, mean, I feel like if we're talking about gonna... deaths. I think Grey Worm's gonna go. Oh, you think he's done? Yeah, I think he's done for. I think he's gonna like bite off more be... than he can chew. Get yeah, mad, yeah. maybe go after the mountain and die. Mm. Oh, we definitely because that's see who the chopped off his head, right? Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, so the, I think uh, he's gonna go over after the mountain and die. Yeah, he's gotta die because we gotta see the Clagane Bowl. Yeah, the biggest bowl of the year, bigger than the Super Bowl, the Clagane Bowl. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else do I think is gonna die? Ooh, I think they're gonna get the Greyjoy guy in this episode. Oh, you think Euron dies in this one? I don't know. Like, I just don't know how long we're going to have to... Because you don't think the sister helps, like, with the death of Euron? I think she's the one who does it, yeah. Because I think so it's going to be a sh- battle on the ships. So you think she comes in this episode with the ships? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. Well, then, yeah, he might die this episode. Um, His old playboy skeezy ass thinking he's Cersei's baby daddy. I guess Cersei makes it this episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume she wouldn't die till six. But she's so confused. Isn't the six is the last one, right? No, seven is the last one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Seven is the wrap up. I, at least that's what, what I'm thinking. Okay, well, I think, yeah, I, and then maybe even the Greyjoy guy makes it through this episode too. But I, think see, Grey, I don't know. I think he I think, dies uh, this Grey, one. I think Grey Worm's done this episode because they said this is the bigger battle than Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, I definitely think for one hundred percent, Grey Worm's done. I'm gonna put a mark on it. Like, like one count count that for me for next week. Like, I, I'm count, I'm saying the Grey Worm is out. All right. Well, I'm going Grey Joy. I'm saying one hundred percent Grey Joy is out. Okay. So we'll bang that. Black Swami is coming out of sports and coming into movies and putting his stamp on Euron Greyjoy is out of here. And so hopefully we'll, right. we'll, 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 see. we'll still stamp and we'll see what's up. But uh, but Wait. hopefully this battle will be better because it'll be during the day and I'll Wait. be able to see all of it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this episode was definitely set up talking, but I mean, I the, the dragon I killing it. scene was awesome. Yeah. It definitely was hype. I, I loved all oof. the shade. Yeah, all the shade. In the pettiness. Like I'm a you know me, Petty Lynn. And I love pettiness in my television. Dude, what did you think about the scene with Danny and John where she's like, just don't tell anybody? Oh yo, I was like I was just like, yeah, that's when you, when she's begging you, please, bro. Just like let's be together. Like this is what we can do. Let's make this work. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this, John. She was like, I, I just I just told you how this works. I, yo, honestly, I kind of felt her. Like, yes, I, I did too. I, kinda, I was like... Like, at that point, I was like, okay, Danny, this is the first thing that you've said that I agree with you in a while. And I, I really... Like, John, stop being stupid. Like, you don't have to tell anybody. Like, yeah, like, like, I, like you didn't have to like, say if, a word. If you, if, you, if you really feel this way, then, like, just don't tell anyone. Yeah. Like, like, then it's if, not a big deal. Like, if I'm really your queen, and, and, and she had a point. Like, if you really, like, love me and we trying to make this work, can you just not say anything? And, like, his thing wasn't even, the, like, and neither of them had the problem with that she's his aunt. Like, nobody mentioned that. Like, that never came up. That's, uh, that's not an issue. The issue is, oh, no, I just got to tell Sansa so, like, and, and Ari so I feel uh, a, a guilt-free conscious. And they can which is dumb. Like, which is so dumb. You know like, nothing, uh, Jon Snow. Yeah, he's he's going out like Ned Stark, bro. Yes. He he, Only he might not he might be a Targaryen, but that's still Ned Stark's son. He clowned. Yeah, man, what a clown, dude. I was yeah. like, what are you doing, guy? Like, like I just I'm I am i am pulling And he didn't Johnson. and he didn't even tell them. I made Bran tell them. Yeah, like he was like, tell them. <laughs> and Bran was like, I guess I'll tell y'all. <laughs> and then we didn't even get to see it. That's gonna yeah. that's gonna come back. I was, was kind of mad about that. We're gonna see a flashback or something. Like we're gonna that's gonna be that's gonna play into something. Maybe like when Arya's on her horse or something, they flashback to it. Who knows, man? But I'm just pulling for Jon Snow so hard, and it just each week he keeps letting me down as the season goes on. Yeah, this has not really been a great season for Jon Snow. No, it has not. Like this has been the Arya season. Like she's yeah. been the best character of this season. She's an icon. And like John didn't even pet his wolf goodbye. Oh yeah, dude. How fucked up was that? Like I was just like, John, bro, that's ghost. Like show ghost some love. What the fuck? Dude. Yeah, the internet tore him to shreds. Yeah, John Wild. And then the people came out and was like, Yeah, he couldn't hug the CGI thing. Like, bro, that's not my fault. Y'all y'all get y'all CGI together. Yeah. Oh Shit. man. Get y'all CGI together. But shout out to Torment for holding it down. Being a real one, <laughs> taking his dog into the north with him and being like, yeah, if I never see you again, John. And that's I felt that. Like, that was real friendship. Yeah, for sure. I, I just feel bad that they, they just aren't going to maybe ever see each other ever again. 
Yeah, and that John torment's John. like out. Like I feel like you know it's we it's need over. him. You know. Yeah, yeah. Giant torment, giants, Bane. Peace out, homie. Like, Go live your life. And with a name like Giants Bane, man, like why couldn't he have gotten High Garden? Yeah. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine? Torben Giants Bane of High Garden. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. No, Dude, that's but that's like they should, they should have discussed like John should have been like, yeah, man, in my new kingdom, you could have your own like be up there and be a lord. You could be Lord Giants Bane of the <laughs> High North. Of the, of the wildlings. Of the wildlings. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I, I would have dug it, but hey, man, good for Tormund. He helped out. He's got his people free of the White Walkers, and now they can go back to their to the to the, their land of old. Yeah. So I that'll be interesting. Like, even though we'll never know anything about that going forward, we'll probably maybe get something. Like, I'm almost thinking like they're gonna have like some kind of like song maybe if podrick makes it he's singing like another song at the campfire or something maybe oh, I you were gonna say spinoff no and <laughs> and and then like it's just gonna do a flashes just like all the alive characters and just like a little tiny clip of like what they're doing in the last moments like sam and gilly like have sitting down for dinner or something like oh you think we're Bron- getting little vignettes yeah like Braun out in high garden with like some some hoes, <laughs> some whores. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, you know those peeps. And I'm with you. I'm with you. That'd be tight. I'd like it. But yeah, let's, that's uh, all. I, that's all I got, with, with this Game of Thrones. Let's so. just get ready for the next one, and we'll talk more Game of Thrones next week when we find out that Grey Worm is dead. Yeah, 100. percent And also, <laughs> with these discussions, once we get through with Game of Thrones, we're gonna be bringing back series. Don't worry, we got we got different convos to come up. Me and Shubi are also watching the 500 greatest movies. And we're going to be talking about them month to month. Like, maybe pick one or two, maybe three, and come in and talk about them. So, don't worry, discussions are going to be more than these reviews. But just for right now, it's Game of Thrones time. Yeah, I've been watching some serious movies over on Amazon Prime. Like, they got, like, a lot of movies that I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, that's, that's a really great movie I haven't seen yet. I've been indie trolling in Hulu. Cause in, Hulu indie trolling? Money. Yeah, me and my girlfriend have been watching a bunch of indie movies lately recently. Oh, man. Like, the the Oath. Have you seen The Oath with Tiffany Haddish and uh, this the, this other guy? I, I yeah, Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> yeah, Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> yeah, you know it. what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Did you like that movie? Yeah, it's pretty good. It was all right. I like Tiffany Haddish. Uh, shout out to our boy uh, John Cho. We be John Chu with a John Cho. No, I said it right. This time. John, <laughs> I always, I always, John I Cho, the actor. Yeah, John Cho, the actor. <laughs> you, you, the guy playing Spike. Yeah, I want to show him some love. He was good. He, he was good in those. So shout out to him. But he's gonna be great in Cowboy Bebop, right? I don't know. Don't get me started. <laughs> we're not, no, we're not. We're not opening that old wound. All right, well, instead of opening up that old wound, why don't you tell everyone what's going on with the Bros Who Think Network, and let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, you can follow me at BrotherLindon on Twitter, Lindenburton, I-I, Lindenburton second on Instagram. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. Be sure to check out the most recent Bros Who Think podcast, Shuby, I, in Brooklyn, all was talking NBA playoffs. We talked Kyrie Irving. Me and Brooklyn played Would You Rather because we – there were some questions sent in. Should be you missed that. That was a good game. We'll be we'll play it next week. We talked uh, Aisha Curry and her comments. We talked 
this film, oh, speaking on bros who binge, this is a film podcast. We we actually answered like a film question, but in terms of the political side of it, kind of, which we don't talk on this show, we, we, we asked, does representation in film matter? Me and Brooklyn were kind of questioning that because we some some comments were made on uh, the Left Coast show this week. It was a dope podcast, and we just we just want to talk about that. Does representation in film matter? We answered a bunch of good questions. That's all on Birds You Think Pod. You can check that out, episode 94. Check out me and Charles talking about LSU, I mean, NFL Saints draft on primetime. Check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk before the next one comes out. But other than that, that's all we got this week, Shuby. Yeah, well, that's... Uh... I'm interested to see what we can talk about in uh in in the would you rather stuff next week. If we yeah, it was pretty again. it was pretty gross this we, weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> like one of the questions was, would you rather uh, a cl- a bat a severely severe cleft toe on your left foot, like mm. like a he- a hinged toe to where it was popping out and like going on like the big toe, or would you want holes in your fingers? Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Which one are you picking, bro? You asked me to Probably ask, the like, toe. Oh, you took the toe? Me and Brooklyn took the holes. But you didn't I can't see how look at the holes. Like, see, holes would, would make you me don't feel know how weird. The, you don't know how the toe looks. That's true, but I mean, I can, like, I don't also have to look at my feet all the time. True, true. Yeah, and the holes in your finger. Ooh, gross. Yeah, that would make, yeah. Oh, well, I, I got another one. Since this is a movie podcast, this was a good one. So, deaths. How would you rather go out? You only get to you get to choose deaths from two movies. These are the two movies: Final Destination or Saw. Mm, Final Destination. Oh, you made that choice faster than me and Brooklyn did because we, we we were thinking about it, like the Final Destination shit would suck because you see it coming, and it's like, ugh, I don't. And I always think of that girl who who. In one of the more recent Final Destinations, when she was getting her laser eye surgery, and the beam went through her head, and I'm just like, Ooh, I wouldn't want that to happen. But then when you Jeez. think about Saw, you got to do it to yourself. I know. Like, fuck that. But, but I told Brooklyn, I was like, what if I'm a good person? Like, if I'm a good person, then I don't die, huh? But he was like, mm. the question is to die. So I was like, damn. Yeah, I'm choosing Final Destination. Yeah, man. Like, I couldn't go through that Saw stuff, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Much. But with Final Destination, I'd much rather be one of the first people who die. Like, I'd much rather be the friend than the person who saw, like, the vision. Like, I do not want to be the vision person. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, let me like, like to be I just want to be the friend. <laughs> yeah, let me go out first. The, I want to be I, the guy. I want to be the guy that's, like, on the roller coaster and just, yeah. like, the roller coaster just, like, flies off. <laughs> yeah. Have a peaceful, like, I don't want to be one of the people towards the end where I'm paranoid in my house shaking, like, I don't want to die. Like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. be that guy. Fuck that. So yeah, that was some of our would you rather questions. But we'll have a, we'll have a, that segment again next week as well. Yeah, but what was the stuff on the Left Go podcast? Oh, it was just him and Martellus Bennett talking about Martellus Bennett's new book, Dear Black Boy. And Martellus Bennett was talking about how um, representation in film really matters, and and they're just talking about that type of stuff. So and we 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 were talking if representation in film mattered. Well, yeah. Well, it's just like, I'm not going into, shoot me, we're not going into this at the end of this, but we talked about all that. We'll, we'll continue the conversation next week because it was interesting. But we were just like, uh, pretty much, we had Static Shock. We had Proud Family. We had Corey in the house. Like, I really wasn't clamoring for, like, I felt like as an African-American, we were represented a decent amount in film, but I didn't see race as a child when it came to television. No, I agree with that. 
That was but that I, was kind of me in Brooklyn's thing. I I I was almost thinking of it not for African Americans. I was mm. thinking of it more in the in like how I'm really enjoying Rami because it's a mm, really okay, interesting okay. take on on Arabs and different voices. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and like with all this kind of all the Asian storytelling we're getting now. Yeah, so no, like, I guess you're right. Yeah, right. That, so I'm more interested in like all those sto- all those small pocket stories that's of, all, of all the different uh, you know ethnicities and cultures out there. Like that's that's, that's why I, that's what I'm really enjoying about film and TV right now. Ooh, see, that's why you should have been on this episode. You could have made that counterpoint. We could have been like, damn, representation doesn't matter in that sense. Yeah, I think. But it's, like, uh, I, 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 think I just it's, don't know. I think it's been interesting. Like, I do think it's in some cases is kind of being drug. You know, kind of beaten into us. It's like representation, representation. But I mean, in some cases, I think it's been uh, pretty cool to see. But also, in the in the point that we were making, just real quick, it's like I don't know as kids that it mattered. I think it matters now as like for teenagers and people of of older elk. But like as a kid, I don't know if that mat like you know, like I didn't see. For example, when we were talking, well, like, yeah, when I, mean, I watched Goku, I didn't think Goku was like a white dude. I just was like, it was just, he was Goku. You know, it didn't matter what color he was or what race he was. Yeah, I'm, I I agree. and I like, think, like, I didn't care Bruce Wayne was white. He was just Batman to me. Well, and I always think uh, the TV era that we grew up in with Kids Wise did a very good job with having representation. Because those were like, you would have Zoom where you had like, an African American and an Asian, uh, you know, a, a Latin, a Latino boy. Like you know, you had like they had like multicultural those PBS shows. You know, yeah, no, like, you're right. Everyone from everything. And Disney did a good job. Cartoon Network did a good job. Yeah. Um, Nickelodeon did a good job. Shit. Nickelodeon did a good job. I mean, they had Cousin Skeeter, Keenan and Kel. Doug. Hey, hey Arnold's best friend was was Gerald. Gerald, yeah. He was in there. They had a bunch of shows, man. Disney had Proud Family, Corey in the House. That's a Raven. Like that's, that's me a Raven. That was, that was mainly the sister. Sister. Yeah, fuck, oh, the smart guy. Smart guy. Smart guy was the shit. That was my show. Definitely. But but yeah, no, that that, that, that was basically what we talked about. But go check out that pod if you want to hear more of this conversation. And uh, well, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up things here for episode 40. If you want to go check out a movie this weekend, go check out Detective Pikachu. Remember, it's a PG movie, so it's a kid's movie. So don't expect it to be like super violent and graphic. There really isn't that a lot, a lot of battling, but the plot's really cool and it's a cool, a cool oh, yeah, fun I story. Have, I should have asked you, is there Pokemon battles? Yeah, but like not – you don't really ever – you don't ever really get to sit through one. It's – from a start to finish. Okay, okay. It's more. Is it it's more? It's more like sense? free range. Yeah. It's more okay. free range and kind of like the whole point of the city that um, the whole point of the city that the the story takes place in is that Pokemon and people are living without have control. Like it's more of a partnership thing. There's no Pokeballs. Mm. Um. No battles, really. No battles. Yeah, no battles, no Pokeballs in this city. Like, you you have, like, your one Pokemon partner, and they walk around with you, and but, like, they're also free to do whatever they want. Okay, 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 okay. 
Or dumb. Yeah, y'all go check that out, man. Or go check out yeah. uh, Extremely Wicked, the, the Zac Efron. Oh, yeah, definitely check that out on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. But extremely yeah, Wicked, Shockingly... Extre- yeah, Extremely the- Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Yeah, and Vile. That's what it's One, called. 100. Tell people they find you Shout on Shout out to Lily media. Collins. Woo. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you can find me on social media... Or Lily Collins, if you're out there, you can find me on social media at ashubert14 on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you listen to everything on the Bros Who Think Network. We got we got everything, and you can find us on all platforms now, even on YouTube. Facts. So this is Adam Schubert and Lyndon Burton saying, have a good weekend, and keep binging. I'm in over my head